You're listening to a Cool Truth Podcast production. Hey, Chris. Hi, Tony. Uh, great pay-per-view tonight. I was wondering if you could give us a status update on John Moxley and Kenny Omega, their condition after the match, how everything went. Both guys are great. Uh, you know, uh, honestly, I'm glad neither guy came out with a serious injury. It was a really scary match, and they both really put their health at risk for a huge pay-per-view main event. Uh, I think it was, it was awesome. It was a great spectacle, and I think we're all lucky uh, that the bomb going off the end didn't really hurt anybody. That Kenny's big uh, master plan that he that he built a dud, which I think who would have thought when he drew up the big plan with crayons that maybe the bomb might not fail to fail to take both guys out. So uh, I thought that uh, the, the for the battle it really delivered uh, excellent action. Both guys came out okay, which is great because on paper it looked like the kind of match where somebody could get hurt. Kenny Omega may be a tough son of a bitch, but he can't make an exploding ring worth a shit. Thank you. Tony, uh, I'll figure that out eventually. Two questions. First, is there a way to turn around that explosion? Uh, I'm not saying this is how you do it, but maybe by explaining Kingston's yeah. friends are backstage. I think, no, we already have, we already, I mean, we'll, we're posting now what's going on with the explosion on social media. Have you seen, Justin, uh, the promo that uh, John did at the live event that uh, some of the live fans have posted, but then we're posting it now. It's uploading from, like, the TV copy. I don't know if you saw what John said after the event. I didn't. I haven't yet. Okay. Then, all right. So, uh, to quote John, or at least paraphrase, if not word for word, Kenny Omega might be a bad son of a bitch, but he can't build an exploding ring worth of shit. Uh, Kenny, you know, the plans for this we saw in Crayon, and the, all through the match we saw, you know, it looks very cool, and it's a very deadly, painful match. But at the end, I mean, I don't know what people really want, unless you wanted us to actually explode the guys at the end. There's only so much you can do. So without actually uh, blowing the ring and both guys up, um, you know, I think the basic explanation is that Kenny's ring set to explode his plan, you know, uh, as a heel uh, who built this thing with a hammer and nails, as we saw, that the final bomb just didn't go up. more dangerous shit on ridiculousness on MTV. What the fuck was that? Here, 
you know, so there was a story there. The construction of it was uh, such that, you know, we were using barbed wire and uh, had to take a lot of precautions and, and treat, it, uh, treat it with great care. And we had to do a lot of rehearsals with the explosions. Um, but again, there's only so much you can really do uh, with explosions without really hurting people. So uh, I think that's why it was good to give us an out with a story when uh, we didn't actually explode the ring that maybe Kenny's craftsmanship as a bomb builder is not his forte. Maybe he should stick to Russell. What's up? What's up? What's up? Cool truth, baby. We're back. AEW Revolution <laughs> Review Show. This one should be a blast. Uh, <laughs> ah, <wow. laughs> oh, man. I mean, I don't want to promise anything like others. But anyway, uh, Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network, the exclusive home for Cool Truth. And, of course, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. We got the full band together, of course, for this show. Uh, we meant to do the show last night, but with the pay-per-view running so late, which I'm sure will be a theme with this one too. Uh, we didn't get to it. We're gonna we're gonna change it up a little bit. We're gonna just like jump right into the matches. But before we do that, we uh, we got to get to the introductions. With me, the professor, the one and only Mister. White House, what is up, my brother? What's up? Oh man, this this this, this show's gonna be fun. Oh, this is gonna be. Fun. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a blast. I mean, yeah. here we go. And of course, the executive producer, the mastermind behind Cool Truth News, the one and only Blading for Truth, Hollywood, Jeff Edwards. What is up, my brother? How are you? What is up? I am great. I've been waiting since last <laughs> night for the explosions on this podcast that are undoubtedly about to happen. You know, before we get into the first match, I will say this. Um, I really wanted to do a show last night. Like, I really did. Like, I wish oh, it was I a Saturday and we could have jumped right exactly. on. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But at the same I'm so time, pissed. I'm almost like, we got to let it marinate a little. Damn. And we got to get their reaction. Not only the fan reaction. Yeah. Not only the wrestling world reaction. We got the con reaction. We got mm-hmm. the Moxley reaction. We probably wouldn't have had any of that if we did the show right away. And I think that's going to add levels to the show. So that part about it, I'm kind of glad we we kind of waited. I did do some homework, too. I watched Being the Elite today, which I, I never do. And it was awful. It's terrible. I don't know what they, they, they destroyed that show. They destroyed, yeah. They didn't touch it at all. So nothing was there. Uh, so I'll get that out of the way. I kind of I wanted to see if there was any 
I don't know, backstage reaction. You know, if they did anything with it, they didn't. So that was oh. interesting. Okay. But anyway, we'll get to the pay-per-view. Uh, as always, White House, kick us off. How did we kick off uh, Revolution 2021? We kicked it off with the buy-in of, of we have Britt Baker comes out saying her her partner in crime, Reba, is unfit to to uh, to compete. So we get Mikea. Oh, I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to pronounce yeah, that. That's, that's good Ito. enough, White House. Mikey Ito. <laughs> Mikey I, I remember Ito. it. I remembered it. Mikey Ito uh, takes her spot, and uh, she had a pretty good showing. The Japanese side of the bracket of the tournament, um, and then, then they took on Thunder Rosa and Ryo. Um, <laughs> there's not much to talk about in this match except how many fucking times they flipped each other off. I mean, there was a lot of that. I know that's Mikea's thing, and you know, um, she did that, you know, she does that even in Japan. She does that, but I mean, yeah, Thunder Rosa doing it. Yeah, Britt Baker doing it. The only person that was not doing it was Ryo herself. But it was just—I don't know, man. It was just like I think I lost count. I was like eight, and last I had was like eight of the of just flipping each other off. I mean, a couple times it was funny, but I don't know about you guys. It got stupid. Yeah, stupid. Now, I- I didn't like the match to begin with, um, personally. So I didn't love that part either, to be honest with you. I would say uh, my biggest takeaway of this match, um, and nothing against the ladies, like, I get it. They're kind of in a tough spot with the way AEW books it. Um, And it is International Women's Day, so shout out to all the ladies out there. We love you. You're the best. Oh, yeah, we love you. Love you, ladies. We love you. Uh, did you see Penelope? Oh man! Oh, anyway, International Women's Day. <laughs> Wish every day oh. Women's Day. Yeah. yeah, I told you we're kicking this off with a blast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, I was gonna go somewhere. I'm just gonna avoid it anyway. Uh, <laughs> Britt Baker. Uh, they show her record, and they're like, Britt Baker's four and one in 2021. Winner of seven of her last nine. And I'm looking at that and I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, that's great. Except for the fact that the two losses are in the two biggest matches she had. Yeah. So it kind of negates everything else you've done with her. So it's just interesting how they like to bring up those records and make those seven out of nine. But I mean, she lost the cinematic match to uh, Big Swole and she lost the tournament match to uh, um, <clears throat> Nyla Rose. And I mean, there's nothing else to really, I mean, get excited about other than that, really. So why even bring up the damn record is kind of where I'm going with it. Yeah. yeah. Edwards, I don't know about you, man, but uh, the, the whole bird thing. I mean, you had one point where she had, Mikea had uh, Ryo in a headlock. And she's just, she's got her, Mikea got her just flipping off people. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just. So, funny story, she actually made an appearance on Being the Elite. Yeah. Walked in on the Dark Order with two middle fingers in the air. So Yeah, I mean, I know, yeah. Yeah. I get it. Wait, we get it. She she likes to use the bird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Double barrel, baby. That's stupid. It's um, another st- stupid gimmick. That's not a gimmick that they're going to just keep doing. 
Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to see this this girl for uh, you know, the next month or whatever. Yeah. It whatever. seems like they're kinda all in on that. The ones they went big with on the uh the tournament there. The only yeah. other thing I bring up from the pre show uh was <laughs> Tony Schiavone calling MJF a uh a piece of shit. And actually he didn't he actually said piece of shit. Yeah, I was like, wow, I'm like he went hard in paint. Yeah. Yeah. Uh effect. Buy in. Oh, I got I gotta buy this pay per view. I gotta see what Khan's gonna do tonight. Yeah. I guess that's what they're doing, but I don't know. Yeah, it, it to me listen, uh I I like the idea that they're totally selling MJF as like this horrible heel that everybody should hate. That part I like, but I don't know. It 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 just seemed out of place a little. It was funny, but it was out of place. Yeah. Right. Anything yeah. else about the pre-show before theory. we move on? <laughs> I, just, I just think the pre-show, it, I don't think it did anything. It didn't do anything for me. It should have started the damn pay-per-view at 7. That's what they should have done. Yeah. Stole my thunder on that easy. You know, you know, before we get to the first uh, match that was on the pay-per-view, you know, uh, Grant Sawyer, who Edwards would know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Grant. From, uh, uh, what was CWF the name of that? Mid-Atlantic. Yes, thank you. CWF Mid-Atlantic. He was the... Videographer, producer, did all their uh, video production, I believe. Mm-hmm. Very good at his job. Um, he, he sent out a tweet last night uh, that I happened to see. And I don't remember exactly what it said word for word. But his basic point was, if you condensed that show into a three-hour show, it might have p- come off better. Mm. And I found that interesting because a lot of things just seemed very long. Yeah. Yes. That's a great thought. That, that's yeah. a very good, great thought because yeah, if if they went seven to ten with that show, a lot of the bullshit they wouldn't have had time for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, and there were a few matches that were a little too long. Yeah. I, think. I actually, all right, I got the tweet here. Uh, this is Grant Store uh, at Statmark on Twitter. I don't mean to beat the dead horse. In quotations, yes, I do. But if this entire pay per view was condensed in two and a half hour window, he said two and a half window, two and a half hour window. I might go three myself. Two and a half seems kind of short. Right. But <clears throat> the entire perception would be vastly different than what we are all feeling right now. Now, this was post show. Uh, he didn't really touch on the you know the stuff we're gonna get to. Mm-hmm. But it, to his point, he it is a good point. There, to me, that didn't. It shouldn't have been a four-hour pay-per-view, and almost a five-hour when you consider the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. just long. Yeah, it's kind of like when WrestleMania started going, yeah, long and long and longer, and now it's like a two-day event. Yeah, there were times, you know, when it started going three and a half, four, and then you didn't know where it went, ended. Mm-hmm. You were, you know, I, I would personally, I would find myself thinking, man, I miss the old days where it was just. You know, eight to eleven, and you knew it was over. That yeah. uh, I think it was thirty-two in Dallas. Went about four and a half hours. Yeah, in, that, that, that one. Flamethrower, and we're like, is this is this fucking mania ever gonna end? Yeah. <laughs> it know? wasn't the uh, the New York, the shadow of New York City in New Jersey. Didn't that go like really that long? Went too? Five hours. Five. Yeah, that was brutal. The that the second one. Yeah, the, the um, second one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was at the first one. But that was on the uh, regular pay-per-view still. 
So they were in a time constraint at that point. It was when everything went to the network that they could extend without having yeah. a pay-per-view issue. Yeah. I thought Vince's best thing he did was moving these pay-per-views to 7 o'clock. Because mm-hmm. I find myself, if it's a Sunday pay-per-view, I like that 7 to 10 and he's I, now even on his network. 7 to 10, he's off. Think about it, Elimination Chamber pretty much end at 9.45. 9.45. Yeah, it, it's awesome. Fantastic. And they got everything in. They got everything they, they needed sure to did. get in. Yeah. You know? You know, and I thought that was the best move Vince in the WWE made was going that seven starting at seven. You now know, that's it, a, it is an interesting point that Grant brings up because I don't watch Raw and SmackDown anymore. I just don't. But I've been watching the pay per views. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy the WWE pay per views. Maybe that's why. It's three hours, boom, boom, boom. There's no you know, crap going on. It's just, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get wrestling and that's that. Yep. That could be now, why I'm enjoying if, them. Yeah. No, no, I, I totally agree. Now in AEW's world, they only run four traditional true pay-per-views a year. So, I mean, I don't think a four hour pay-per-view is unreasonable, but could they have gotten more on the card or, or that will seven 11. Yep. I agree. Uh, especially on a Sunday, you know, uh, I know it's four o'clock in the West coast, but it's a Sunday. Uh, but they, they could have gotten more in, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the point. I, you know, some of the stuff just seemed very long. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing of it is too, and I thought about this as I was watching the pay-per-view, um, I, not to crap on the idea of the gimmick tag team, number one contender match. And the latter match, they were just number one contender matches. And I was, I was thinking to myself, shouldn't these be reserved for TV? And then I started thinking to myself, yeah, but they don't have anything else going on. If, if you really look at it, to me, those two matches were fill-in matches. Yeah. And you would think, you know, somebody listening may think, we're fill-in matches. Come on, pal. You need number one contenders. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's not what pay-per-views are for. Right. You're looking you know for I mean? payoffs on story. Right, lines. exactly. They should be payoffs. Not, so wh- not to mention, uh, the latter match, uh, the winner is going to take on Darby Allen this Wednesday. It's in three days. So to me, that was just a complete waste, and they just prettied up the pay-per-view by having it as a ladder match. And yeah. if anybody who doesn't think that Battle Royale, Battle Royale, Casino Tag Team wasn't a fill-in, there was 15 goddamn tag teams. Yeah. And, I, and you know, and we'll get there. one of them wasn't FTR. So if that's not a fill-in, yeah. I don't know what is. Uh. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. Uh, but to, to Edwards' point, you, you maybe had, I don't know, four or five matches that were actually, you know, whole, you know intended to be payoff of storylines. Some of them longer than others, and then some of them were kind of rushed. Uh, I don't really give the women's title match a storyline. I mean, it's it was a, it was the pretty much the finalization of a tournament, really, mm. in reality. Um, and then you had the, the, the you know the tag title match, which opened, and I guess we'll go there. Um, you did have a story behind it. Uh, it it's it's you know it it didn't play out over a long time. Um, I will give him credit for trying to, at least trying to get uh, some juice to this title match. Um, 
I don't know if they 100% succeeded, but by having Jericho and MJF attack Papa Buck, at least they made an attempt to get yeah. the heat on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, not perfect, but they did do something, so you could live with it. The one thing I'll say about this match, and I'll kick it to you guys, I mean, this is just another Young Bucks match, and talking about being long, I mean, Chris Jericho probably could have used about nine minutes less in that ring. And I'm not trying to knock him. He's 50 years old. I get it. But, I mean, the pace, everything else, it... I don't know. Well, it that just, match was too fast for Jericho, and you saw. Yeah, it. and it was he very got long lost and sauce. Yeah, I'm. I'm not trying to knock the guy. It no, just. Nah, it just. It's just what reality. we're seeing, you know. Right. You know, and 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 just he's fifty. You know, and it's just. Well, I I liked, and it's funny because there wasn't many things I liked about this pay per view, but I liked when they went from the buy in, to the pay per view. They had the nice tribute picture. Of uh, yes. Jim Crockett to start the show. Yeah, I good. thought that was a very good kudos to Con and AEW for doing that. Um, much respect there. I, I I like that. But as the match itself, you know, what? Uh, not to cut you off, but yeah. I actually missed that. Thank you, uh, BR Live app, because I ordered the pay per view on the BR BR Live app, which I never do. And for some reason, it decided to tell me that uh, I didn't order it. And I had to exit out and exit back in, so I actually missed that. So I didn't even know that happened, but that is nice for them to do that. Yeah, it was a nice little picture. When back when it was, I think it was when he was a little younger, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it was a, it was a good it was a good it was a good thing to do. I thought, and I'm like, oh, you know, maybe this is a good sign how this is going to go. No, it just went downhill. Um, I thought this match was a little too long. I agree with you guys. I thought there was a couple instances where you can see. Jericho leaning on a rope to catch his breath. Um, and, uh, you know, and this was a typical, got your typical Bucks match. I think the thing that made me, like, I knew the outcome. I knew the Bucks were going to win. I just wish, and maybe it's, uh, I'm not trying to say I could do their job better than them, but I thought this was a good opportunity to bring Sammy G back, get him involved. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll see that down the road. He but laughed on Twitter. That was his involvement. I think I think they've missed an opportunity there. Um, having him gone for too long is not necessarily a good thing either. Um, and I just I don't know. I, I like I we knew the outcome, but I just don't agree how they got there. I think that's where I'm at with that match. And it went too long. Yeah, too long. And uh, you know, I didn't really dislike the match per se. I thought it was. I thought it was what I expected. Yeah. And I and I thought, okay, it's not going to be like a off to a flying start, but it's off to an okay start, and that's what I expected. Um but the one thing I did like I didn't like the fact that Sam I fully expected Sammy to interfere in this match, but I was very surprised that he didn't even come out post match. Um but the the other thing Jericho took the pin. That's good for where they're going with it. And yeah. he needed to. So yeah. I mean, all in all, it was, I think it was an okay start to the pay-per-view. And actually, it was probably one of two or three things I liked on the pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, this match. Yeah. N- you know, nothing. <laughs> you're not doing cartwheels over it. A decent start. A decent match. Um, I would say coming out of it, the uh, storyline with, um, uh, with the inner circle moves on. 
yep. and the Bucks will move on to other things as we'll get to. Um, but yeah, uh, Jericho taking the pen uh, was definitely definitely told you all you needed to know about where this is headed. I would think. Yep. Yeah, I think it was needed. You know, you didn't have Sammy coming out to interfere. You know, another thing in line you would need is Jericho taking the pen to get where they need to go. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think that's probably why they didn't do anything with Sammy, or maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe yeah. there's something else to it. Uh, but they got where they needed to get uh, with him taking the pin for sure. Assuming they're going where we think they're going. Right. 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 And then it takes us to, um, and I think another thing I had an issue with this was the flow of these matches too. I necessarily didn't, uh, I don't know. Like they go from the tag team, you got your tag team title, which I'm fine with the Bucks starting. You know, I think they do better starting a show than ending the show. If that makes sense to you guys, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, then they go right into the tag team Royale. I thought they, I, I was looking maybe, I was thinking maybe the Sheeta, uh, Mizunami match could have gone there, then go to the Battle Royale, split up the tag thing a little bit. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Maybe I'm nitpicking. Nope. But, um, <laughs> No, I agree with you. I think the I same thought, way too. They should have separated the tag matches. Yeah, because yeah, it just yeah they, they kind of stacked it. it. You know, they're just cramming the first hour of the whole tag team division at you instead of breaking it out a little bit. Um, but uh, you know, fifteen tag teams again. I think if they went with just ten, um, I think it would have been better. Like I liked some of the things that were going on in this match, but I mean, I'm looking at. You know, there's one, two, three. You know, you could come up with you come up with four that really don't need to be there. You know, and you could throw in another one that didn't really need to be there. You gotta get this down to ten easy. Hmm. Um and I think that's where this should have been. We and hit on it before how FTR is not involved. I mean what's that? I mean FTR wasn't involved because they weren't yeah. gonna win. Right. And I think, <laughs> Which I think it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it gives them something to gripe and bitch about. You know, maybe they should have had another role on the show then. Right. They should have something. They should have come out and just, I don't know, jump the winners. I don't know. But the fact that we didn't see FTR on the on there at all was a little surprising. And this is this is kind of off track a little bit, but it's very interesting to me that they have no problem... <laughs> Basically, you know, having FTR not involved in this stuff and suspending them for two weeks, yet you have a tag team that essentially, supposedly, doesn't work for your company that has carte blanche to walk around, get involved <laughs> in matches, you know, get batch stage segments, be on being the elite, and you know, you know what I mean. But FTR, you know, they get suspended for two weeks. But I, I mean, am I right it's to be weird. confused by that or what? It's yeah, it's complete. Um... Obviously, I'm talking about the Good Brothers. Yeah, right. it is enough. <laughs> well, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, the guys who complete are hole in their Bucks, stories, but they're they're good. They're baby faces in one storyline and heels in another. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Well, so the other won, thing on being the elite match, with them, uh, Brandon Cutler told them they were like the Young Bucks' ninth best friends, and I'm like, okay. But anyway, yeah, we'll move on. Uh, who so, won that match? The what? The Royale? Yeah. Triangle of Denim. Okay. Uh, 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 no, no, no. So, right. 
let, order. Let me let me ask a question here. Yeah. <laughs> because this is where okay, I'm starting to really like there have been cracks in the AEW foundation. We've been doing this show pretty much every week. Yep. Um I'm start I'm really starting to get irritated. And this is like moment number one where I'm really getting angry. <laughs> like I, I'm not I, I I'm gonna explode eventually on AEW. <laughs> I can I feel it coming. It's hot in the air because I want to hear it. Yeah, it probably will be. Uh, so you have 15 teams. 15? Why <laughs> are there 15 teams on the roster at this point? Like, <laughs> you mean... think about it. The, be- the best part of this match, of course, was Jungle Boy at the <laughs> end. Oh, yeah. Right? The end right. of this match was incredible. It came down to uh, him and... Help me. Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is fantastic. They're one-on-one here. <laughs> Give me this all day, right? Yep. But the other 13 teams, why? And then, not to, you know, further confuse my myself, but I guess Triangula della Morte is now the Freebirds. <laughs> because I'm wondering, I'm looking at Ray Phoenix, and I'm thinking to myself, damn, I, I wish he had a tag partner that was like maybe his brother that he's been <laughs> tagging with for years. Right. But that's not his tag partner, right? So then, now this is going to be connected to the ladder match, and right. I'll save it for then. But I'm thinking I know to myself, where you're at. Why, I know where you're at. why are we overcomplicating this shit? I don't understand it. And also, if you are going to have 15 tag teams on a two-hour show, I should probably save this for the end, but I'll drop it here. Are they going to do a, a brand split with this uh, elevation show? No. That this is this is this is good because what I've read, elevation is just another, uh, another extension of dark on oh. YouTube. Okay. TNT is getting an hour show. Oh, so there's going to be another show, and so they're going to have four total shows. Yes. Okay. That is why they're he's hiring the all this talent. You know, you know, he it's, it's too, it's too much already. Uh, the, think about it. Edwards point, 15 tag teams on it. And now we're talking about the acclaimed wasn't in this match. Uh, who's right, the other kid? The, the high, well, the high, top flight, top flight, top flight, top flight wasn't right. in this match. Pop-flight FTR wasn't, wasn't in this match. FTR wasn't. <laughs> That's 18, right? <laughs> I mean, we could yeah. get, like, I, I, and, and you're talking about, you had, you had the young bucks who are a real tag team in the tag team title match. Right. Right. 19. Yep. Um, uh, you know Jericho and MJF are supposedly a tag team. I don't think that's gonna last, but they wrestled for the tag team titles. You know, right. yep. I mean, here we go. Like, <laughs> you had three teams from the Dark Order in the match. That's another yeah. thing they need to fix. Yeah, it's, uh, just it's to your point. It's it, it's it's just it's too many. And I, you know, when we get to the uh, big surprise of who they signed and everything else. I mean, this is kind of where I'm going with this, and this is kind of where I was, I've been going with weeks with this working relationship with other companies. I mean, they have so many guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was actually surprised to see SEU in the match because I don't think I've seen them in weeks. It's like, they've been on dark a lot. <laughs> right. I mean, but yeah, again, they've been on dark a lot. Again, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, you only have so much time with SCU, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, the acclaim, I know, you know, the partners hurt. Okay, whatever. All right, you know, you got top plate. 
those are, you know, them, the gun club, uh, varsity blondes. These are the teams that are, should be on elevation and dark and, and I think those that make their cameos really, and yep. this and that. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, when you look at this, you know, did, did they need to put the library guy like change his gimmick a little bit, and then put him with some random tag team tag Sorry. partner and make him a tag team? I mean, Joey Janelle and Sonny Kiss have been wrestling as a tag team That's for a while. True, I mean, too, we yeah. could go on for days yeah. and days with this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you got this wannabe uh, Viking. Uh, they don't look like the Vikings, but they oh, got the Bears. The bears, bears, the bear yeah. country, you know what I mean? Bear country. They actually, I mean, but at least, at least they, they look, look like a good. tag team, and they and look. I think again. I think they're gonna, they'll be on elevation as well. You know, they're they're different than the tag teams that AEW's presenting. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of them are flippity 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 foo guys, and yeah. here you go, you got two big guys that might could change mm-hmm. it up a little bit. Um, I, I I look for them to do something with that tag team. Yeah, you know, and I think you know when you look at it, you know, you had. Nightmares, uh, the, the natural nightmares at five and ten start. Then you had Ortiz and Santana, which I thought they came out a little early. Once I saw them come out as early as they did, I knew they weren't going to make it, um, which is kind of <laughs> disappointing because that would have they, been. They love to talk about how good that team is yeah. and then do nothing with it. Nothing yeah. with them. It's, yeah. it's frustrating. It's very it frustrating. It is. Seidel Brothers, I mean, that's another team that didn't, wasn't necessary. Um, yeah, the, perfect point. Yeah, why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. No, just to give Matt Matt's brother a job, I guess. Well, they can't. They can't wait till Dolph gets future endeavored so they can put him with his brother. Right. <laughs> you had uh, Stu and Evil Uno, the uh, Bark Guns uh, kids, the Gun Club, Pretty Peter and Caesar. <laughs> and you had Varsity Blondes, then the Bear Country, which. I thought they did a pretty decent showing. So, uh, I mean, I know they've had a, quite a few matches on Dark. That's where I saw them for the first time. But giving them this opportunity, I thought that was, it was pretty good. And I thought they did well for themselves, too. I, I got to say, I got I to yeah. shout out some of my boys here because I was texting with them during during the, this match, during this whole show, really. You know, kind of Sean, D. Smitty, uh, all of them, you know, uh, we're talking about that bear country team. They were talking about uh varsity blondes. They were talking about the gun club, the teams that actually yeah. look like teams. You know mm-hmm. And when pretty Pete or whatever they're calling them and Colossus Castanzo, whatever the fuck his name is, comes out. Everybody's like, why is this team even in this fucking match? You and know. this is like universal, yeah. like agreement. Yeah. Nobody's arguing. My boy yeah. Jim McDermott, Jigsaw Jiggy, shout out to him too. And like everybody I'm texting with is saying the same thing. So I'm like, okay, I, I mean, I'm not crazy, right? I, I'm talking to 14 people, and everybody has the same take on everything. Wow. You know, and, and I'll go back. There's a couple spots where Billy's kids, um, they may have something with them, and I'm not, and I like that they're going slow and steady with them, and I'm sure that's Bart. I'm sure that's Billy Gunn's doing, but um, um, that which one was it? Um, Austin, the younger one, the smaller one. Um, he's not as, not as tall as the other one, but Austin, that kid, he looks pretty good in his drop Bart, kick. Bart is the like, one with the longer dark hair. And I think he's a taller one. Okay, Austin's the shorter one, the louder one in the in the crowd. Wait, is his name actually Bart? I don't know. I don't know. I just know. Or are you thinking of the Austin. smoking guns, Bart Gun? Like he didn't actually name one of his kids Bart, did he? I don't know. <laughs> I thought he did. 
Wow. Didn't they, didn't they call him Bart? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I just remember Austin. <laughs> they definitely had Austin. I could have sworn they dude, said Bart. I thought his drop be off looked just like Billy Guns, man. I mean, he was... Oh, the Famouser was great, too. Yeah, it was good. So, I, I think they may have something with them. They, they, they had a good showing, too. Varsity Blondes looked good. Um, yeah, it was younger ones I really, really dug. And after Bear Country, had Jurassic... Okay, I lied. It was Colton. Way Colton. off. Colton. Okay, Bart yeah. Colton. I called him Bart. That was way <laughs> off. You know, whatever. <laughs> and then after Bear Country, had Jurassic Express. And it's... And it's... You know what the funny thing with them is... You know, Luchasaurus just brings brings Jungle Boy down. I mean, God, he needs. I don't know, I, I, dude. I got to be honest with you. I thought Luchasaurus had a good match. I <laughs> I want Jungle Boy on his own, but I thought Luchasaurus did a good job. Um, people that I was talking to were kind of digging. He was one of the guys they were digging in this match. He's good in those spots. I think it's more in the singles, you know, in the regular tag matches where you kind of get sick of him. Mm-hmm. He kind of stands out in like those battle royals and shit. I don't know why. Maybe it's the thigh slaps that are illegal in other places. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No more slapping, Mal. Fines. Fines, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, but no, I, 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 think he, I think he did a decent job. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I was marking the fuck out for Jungle Boy. Like, oh, I, I really. Too. Oh, yeah, I, totally. I, that was a good run he went on. And I think that just shows where they look at him. In the stature of things, how far he went on his own. So that's kind of how I looked at it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm really impressed with him, man. Like, if you think about the, not, I'm not saying he's inexperienced, but compared to Phoenix mm. and the experience Phoenix has, he's very inexperienced, but he hung right there yep. like nothing. You know what I mean? Like, like easy peasy. Yep. I'm like, damn, how good is this kid going to be? And, five years it, it, it it's gonna be ridiculous that was a pretty good last four they had um you had the one team obviously trying a little de la morte mm-hmm. but it was Pac with um spray <laughs> instead of pentagon which i'm sure we'll get to um and then you had john silver who is a guy that you know i find him really funny i really do um I don't know that, uh, I just think he's kind of like that, you know, he'll have a nice tag team with Reynolds and stuff like that. Like, I I, I don't want to go crazy about John Silver. He's funny. He's entertaining. Mid-card guy. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, I I, I think we have high hopes for Jungle Boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That would be the difference that I would see in there. But it was kind of cool that they were the last four. I mean, he's entertaining, but he's a one-trick pony. You know, and I, don't, I think he's limited on what he can do. Yeah, well, Not- he's a tag, he, he's definitely a tag team guy. I wouldn't I don't I don't foresee him as like a singles guy. Uh, you know, skill wise, you might even say Reynolds might even possess more skills. He just kind of stands out a little bit more and than Reynolds. Personality. Yeah, yeah, which which makes yeah. them a good team. Yeah, you know what's weird about Dark Order, and I'm not killing it right now because obviously they don't know what the hell to do with the Dark Order. Right. Obviously, but they are literally they're they're a faction of three tag teams <sighs> with an injured woman in the faction. Yeah, and Cole Cabana. And, yeah, for some reason Cole Cabana is still hanging around. <laughs> yeah. 
but it's like and and now maybe hangman who knows i i, I think that's the problem though like after brody died they all got over you know accidentally or whatever and then it now it's like what do we do with this what do we do with silver you know what do we do yeah is he a single is he like a face is he do we keep well, him in the tag team like I think the biggest issue is they are just letting them continue what they do on being the elite on dynamite. And I, I to what end? Right. Yeah. You want to have goofy guys. Okay, cool. They'll make their appearances and you have fun with them. But I don't think they're going to be in any major storylines or anything else coming out of this. Um, which begs the question of why you continue on with a dark order altogether. Mm hmm. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. Like, if this is me, I like my factions to be ironed out in such a way where, like, each member is doing one thing. I mean, it makes sense. So, <laughs> right, and right. Evil Uno and Stu. I think Stu is the standout in that group. Yeah, ten. I like you know. Yep. But at the same time, I'm kind of hoping. I want to see Stu be the single main guy. I want to see Evil Uno be the the T TNT guy. Yeah. And then maybe you just keep Silver and Alex as the tag and then whatever, split the other guys off. Five who's like Stu Jr. It it just doesn't work for me. It's like, right. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like are they brothers? I <laughs> mean It's it's so crazy. Very, it's just very weird. Strange. It's, it's just it, such a strange It's really thing. weird how they handle their factions, too. No, it is. It is. And and to keep bringing Hangman into it, obviously we'll get to it as we go here, but I don't know, man. It's, it's, uh, I, I don't know what to say. It's just not that great. It's weird. It's weird. One, one thing we should talk about uh, in the tag battle royal before we move on, um, White House, you brought this up through text earlier yep. today, QT yes. eliminates the gun club and then spits on Dustin. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we got something there. Maybe we have a little Dustin and QT dust-up coming. Yeah, I would say it again. <laughs> Cody loses another friend again. And I think it got lost in everything. What happened last night, I'm sure we'll get to short, you know, sooner or later. And it's just, they didn't really talk about it or expand on it. Well, they, they, need to address it on, they need to address it on Wednesdays. When, that's the time to address it. So I'll let the, I'll give them the opportunity to do it then, but let's see them address it because that needs to be addressed. Oh, I mean, he spit on Dustin. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, but again, it's like okay, their roster is so freaking enormous. Okay, QT is going to turn heel. Then what? I don't think you're going to see. Who cares? Him. He runs yeah. to school, so maybe he. Well, well, they they have he fights Dustin and they both disappear again. It's, it's probably right. exactly. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And who knows, maybe six months down the road when we see them again, they'll be friends. Like, <laughs> none of this ever happened. And then maybe he'll be back with the bunny. <laughs> you know, you never know. Exactly. <laughs> just, just Speaking of the bunny, irritating. the Butcher and the Blade come right out after Jurassic Express. Yo, Butcher's and, great. I love Butcher. Yeah. They have Private Party, which they're just all weird with them now. Um, <laughs> then yeah. SCU, uh, Pac and Ray, Silver and Reynolds, was the last team. And as you guys, we've talked about, the last four in the ring were um, Ray, Ray, Ray Pac, Silver, and Jungle Boy were your last four in the ring. 
And then the last two was Jungle Boy and Ray, and Ray go go over. So uh, Pac and Ray Phoenix will be getting a title shot uh, against uh, Young Bucks, and I believe I called that about a week ago. So you did you did you? Did. That was your uh, that was my pick. That team was your pick. Yep. Yep. Yeah. White House was on top of it. You were on top of a few things on the show. Yeah, um, you get it once, right once in a while. I, I would I say though, know, man, it, it's just having Pac. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, AC. No, go ahead. I just my whole reasoning of picking them were got to get Pac is not a guy that you keep in the middle. I mean, this guy's got to be involved in a title somehow. Yeah, whether it's World TNT or even tag team with Ray, which I, I find I think they make a good tag team. It's just it makes sense having Pac involved in some sort of title. That type of talent is just is just wasting not having him involved in a title. So that was my whole thought process behind it. Yeah, I don't disagree with the thought process. And I'll say is I was marking like I said, I was marking hard for Jungle Boy. Yeah. Um I think because it's Ray, I was willing to live with it. Like if it was somebody I didn't like and Jungle Boy lost, I probably would have been pissed. But because it was Ray, it was like all right, I get it. Fuck, man. I really, dude, right. I wanted that whole stadium to start. Oh, like I was ready. I was ready to fucking dance in the <laughs> living room. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, um, yeah, pocket and title program. I agree. I just wonder, should he have been the representative in the ladder match? And the, oh, the I wholeheartedly agree. Tag team should have been the, that, the Lucha brothers should have been in the match. No, you're yeah. 100, you see, you're 100% right. Pac should be the individual um, of the group, and then you have the brothers as the tag team. Yeah, which mean, makes me think that this is just another short-lived program Pac- for the Young Bucks to move on. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I, think, so. I think we already know where they're destined in the storyline. They're going to be feuding with good brothers. You know? Yeah, I mean, if that uh, that's, a, that's I, how I, I see what it. I, like, what... It's still like an explanation of what the Good Brothers are doing there, uh, other right. than roaming free. Um, they did say on being the elite, you know, they got carte blanche because they're friends with so many EVPs. So, I mean, I guess that's how they address it. Okay, <laughs> all right. See, I I just think they're getting they're getting too cute with this. Very Again, cute. they're they're overthinking shit. Like that's what it is. It's overthinking. Yeah, and this they should be keeping it simple. Yeah, exactly. I, they have a full tag division, overflow tag division. The Bucks just beat FDR. So then they feed Jericho and MJF. Okay, it's part of the storyline, so that's cool, right? But now they're going to feed uh, Phoenix and Pac because they're actually not a tag team. Like, that's what I'm seeing this as. That it's mm. just an excuse to get the Bucks a win instead of pushing one of the younger teams, like Varsity Blondes or whatever, to the Bucks. No, they're just going to keep them down. And they're going to create tag teams to feed to the Bucks, which doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. I I don't understand. Like, yeah, I I would like Brian Pillman to have some experience with Nick Jackson in a program like that. Like, doesn't that make more sense? I don't. I, know. I, I think it does. I think you're right. Uh, makes too much sense. That's why it doesn't work. Well, that's the other problem with showing the fucking records on the screen because then you see that they're, you know, two and thirty-eight, and everybody's like, "Oh, right. how could you get a title shot for two and thirty-eight? When right. most people saw maybe four of those matches. Because, I mean, let's face it. Like, how many people are really watching Dark? Yeah, um, that's, the, that's the other thing too. Like, completely illogical. 
they're still with the records, they're still with the rankings, yet for a number one contenders match, they have every tag team in the match. Again, I will ask, what good are the rankings and the records if you're not going to use them? You had Varsity Blondes in there with Pack and Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, Peter Alev- Alevon. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Why? It, it's a number one contenders match. So your rankings mean shit. They don't mean anything. The records mean shit. I don't understand what they're doing. They're just there. They're just there. I mean, and and the way they could have gotten around that is they could say it's the top fifteen, the top fifteen ranked teams one through fifteen. Maybe even have them come out on that order. Fifteen first, one comes out last. You know what I mean? Like well, that would make at least some sense to it. You know, I don't mean I. To me, that I don't even need. Like you said, simplify things. Why even go that crazy? Right. But if you're gonna have the rankings and the records, and the, you're not utilizing it, it's. I mean, yeah. And again, I don't know if that's if that's what they should do, but that's what they're presenting to us. So we have to comment on it. But I would much rather. I don't know. Maybe Brian Pillman gets pissed off and walks up to a buck and punches one in the face. There's a feud. Boom. Done. Yeah, right. But they don't do that. Don't they, sign me up for that. Well, yeah, I mean, they punched a buck in the face, it. and then they'd fine him, and then you wouldn't hear about it for two weeks. You know, right, weeks. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? That's that's how AEW does things. So weird. <sighs> yeah. All so right, where do we head from there, White, our White House? As we mentioned, we're, we're just getting warmed up. Right. Just, oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we, didn't even, yeah. we didn't even, like, get a stroke on the dynamite yet. No. So, <laughs> right? So, yeah, pocket Phoenix for the win. They cut to Dasha the back with Paul White. Oh, yeah. She tries to get some information on who he's signing. Um, so you really get nothing there, just another tease. Yeah. Then we get a video package. I think this was like the third time I saw this video package. Um, it was your pre-show. And then, uh, yeah, Dynamite did it. Then you had the pre-show. And then it was on the show again. Um, Sheeta, uh, the history between uh, Sheeta and Matsunami. So, um, this match, I, I found this match interesting because, I mean, we all know that, you know, Sheeta shows up to these, to these, uh, pay-per-views and puts on a show. I thought she started very slow in this match, um, which was on Sheeta-like. I thought she got better throughout the match. This wasn't one of her finer performances, and I think basically... For me, my opinion, it's how it's because how she started. It's very slow. It was, it was unlike her, but uh, you know, I thought the match. I thought the 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 hard hitting for these two ladies. I thought was really good. I just I just thought Sheeta didn't perform to her what we've accustomed to gotten used to seeing with her in pay per views. Don't know if I'm trying to be too rough, but. You know, and then, you know, I'll get to that after the match. After I, well, I think, I think her bar, she set her bar very high. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was her best match either. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't no, great. It wasn't bad. It's just what's on It was decent. I mean, you could show as many video packages as you want. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, I, I think maybe if you know more about the connection, you thought more of it. Uh, but I looked at the other chick there. Uh, Matsugaki, whatever her name is. Um, Matsunami. 
Matsunami, thank you. Um, and she was doing that. Yano fucking slaps in the corner. Dude, you, said Yano, you said Yano last week. Total Yano. I, all I could see was Yano in this match. Uh, drove me. I hate. I'm sorry. I can't. He's. I can't stand Yano. He's literally my least favorite wrestler ever. And to see that just drove me insane. And then you got the dummy. Well, hard chops. And then he realized what he said. And he's like, well, they're not hard chops, but there's like a lot of them oh or something. God. And I'm like, idiot. It's like, just stop. Just yeah. an announcer of the year already. Come on. Um, yeah, dude. Like, I don't have a lot for this match. Uh, you, we'll get to the aftermath after, which I thought sucked. But, but yeah, it was, an, it was, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't Sheeta's best match. I think, like you said, I think, it, I think the match started slow. Um, there was a couple spots late where she was, it just seems like they were just a little bit off for some reason. Yeah. You know, yeah. she does very clean and it just seemed like, yeah, it just, it just wasn't crisp. Uh, I guess that's the word to use. Uh, it was a decent match. Nothing to write home about. I guess that's the best way I can explain it. I thought it went a little too long. I thought it I started agree, slow. That too. Yeah. And it, it just didn't work for me. I, again, I'm going to come down on Kenny for this dude. Stop with the Japan. Stop with the Japan. Stop with the Japan, please. I don't know who this girl is. I don't care who this girl is. You know who she is? She's Yano. I don't care. Dude, you just had a tournament and you had a Japanese bracket. Okay, Sheeta was over there. Okay, yes, yeah, she booked it. She produced it, whatever. Dude, I don't care. You can't find... Look at NXT's roster. Look at their new class that they're bringing in. Oh. You can't find one American girl to go with Sheeta. Stop with the Japan, please. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and Sheeta did get high uh, remarks, too, for her producing. Um, so kudos to her. But, no, words, I agree. I mean, you know, bring Ryo back. Okay, I get it. There's 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 history there with AEW. Yes, at least there's you know, history. I get there. it. You yeah. know, but Matsunami... Especially if she's older. I mean, she's she talked about retiring two years ago. Ugh. So, in the same aspect to how you had Edwards talk about how the surprise when we get to that is taken away from the young locker room, you could kind of say the same thing for Matsunami coming in, taking away that spot from one of the other uh, younger, you know, somebody else who's been there, who's putting in the time, you know, and it's just, I don't know, it's just... It's just weird that they're doing doing this. Um, I thought the tournament it got got decent. You know, people liked it. The match if you went by match by match, they were decent. They were good. Kudos, I'm glad. But you know, I thought this type of match could have been on Dynamite, not a pay per view. Um, well, I, I I think that I, I think the biggest problem they have is they are not creating challengers for her. They are just putting people in front of her Yeah, that, yeah, yeah we'll have a tournament, or we have no explanation for why, yeah. or this one attacks her, or let's tease going back to Nyla Rose, whatever. You know, a Thunder Rosa, if they, I understand they brought her in, champion versus champion, blah, blah, blah. If they had went from that, and got her on like a ten match winning streak. Yes, and maybe have her cutting some promos like, "Yes, I lost to Sheeta when I first came here, but now I'm here. I'm working hard. I am going to keep winning matches. 
until Sheeta recognizes me and I get another shot at her type of thing. They don't do any of that. They do none of it, with especially with the women. I just I don't understand how they are going to make make us excited about a women's division that's basically just a bunch of crap thrown at the wall. Not saying the talent's crap. That they there's talent there. But not they, using it right. No, a, I AEW yeah. must have a humongous wall that catches shit. Because they just throw it at the wall. Like that's all they do. No, I mean, you're right. I, Absolutely right. Yeah. I mean it's it's like the, the, you're you're right a hundred percent, and that's the proper way to say it. Like they're throwing people in front of her. And as you're talking, like we we're gonna do a program, we're gonna build up Thunder Rosa, right? As that's happening, while she's working the program with Sheeta, guess what else you do? You build up the next girl mm-hmm. at the same time. Maybe it's Taya or what's her name? Ty Conti. Ty, thank you. I'm one hundred percent behind that. Oh my so god. So build yes. her up while that's happening, and yep. then when Sheeta goes over Thunder Rosa, you can automatically insert Ty Conti. Because it's know, it's not that hard. I don't really understand. Yeah. Well, they they actually tried to do it with Britt Baker and just didn't do it. Right. Yes. I don't understand what they're doing. Like, right. if, if anything made any sense, Britt Baker would have won that tournament. Yes. Uh-huh. With all the I time totally they spent her. on that character, why yeah. wouldn't she win that tournament? I don't understand. I thought she was gonna. I thought that's what. No. They put no. It th- this is what they're doing. I guarantee you, this is what they're doing. I could be wrong, but this is my opinion of what they're doing because I don't really know. But this is how it comes off to me. Sheeta is picking who she's going to wrestle. Let's be honest. Sheeta picked who was going to win this tournament and who she's going to yes. wrestle. It's the, the inmates are running the asylum there, yep. and it's fucking obvious. And there's nobody that's saying, hey, you know, we just spent eight months building up Britt Baker with no payoff. We almost destroyed it by having her lose already. We got it back. I'm not saying it was great, but they they made her a big deal. Yeah, she gets most improved wrestler of the year from the for something they really care about. Apparently, they they have, they spend they enough time about bragging about it. You don't have a banner. There's a banner there. <laughs> they have enough. They spend enough time bragging about it, and she loses the number one yeah. contenders tournament. It, right it, to someone who doesn't even win the damn thing. I, I, okay. I don't understand. She'd have picked her opponent. Let's be real. That's what happened. I guess. I guess. Well, you, I, you, you could be out on something there. And here's the thing. You look at the Webster's Dictionary, the definition for lazy booking. If it's not the women's AE division, AEW division, I don't know what is. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, a clear very lazy. definition of lazy booking. Yeah. And and that's part of this pro- that's part of this problem. And so I, I guess think, the Booker of the Year doesn't get credit for booking the women's division. Right. That one, that part doesn't count. <laughs> we'll leave that out this year. You could, you could easily get her, get Thunder, get Rosa out. You know, have her do this feud with Brit, which is not bad. They could do, a, which could be better if they actually put some time and thought into it. Could be very good. The potential is there. They're just not reaching that potential. But once she gets out of this, once Thunder Rosa gets out of this program. You could easier have her flip to heel. I mean, Donna Ross is not a baby face. You know, she's not known just as a baby face. Well, she could be the next she one down the be. pike while they're doing Brit and, and Sheeta. Right. None of this she, is being done. Right. She could be a the women's in the AEW women's division. She could be the number one heel. So you could easily get her 
create a program with her and Sheena built towards that. While you're doing that, you could be developing Ty Conti could be, you know, you could turn her heel, whatever, whoever you want to throw next. Christ, it could even be Britt Baker for all I, I care. But right. at least building towards something. Evilise. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Jane's yeah. going to be flexing on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, version of Lex Luger. Yeah. Let's throw her knee in her face a couple times. I'll be more happy to see. Well, that. I mean, let's let's be honest. I, I listen. Take aside the performance, but uh, they put that Jade in a big spot, boy. Oh, buddy, yes, they did. You know, in uh, one of their highest rated shows in a while. Which, yep. hey, listen, you know, we killed them for doing Shaq, but yeah, the numbers oh, didn't lie. So, I, I mean, yep. I guess, I guess, you know, it, it, it accomplished what they needed it needed it to accomplish. And if you don't do something big with Jade coming out of this, what'd you do it for? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I agree. You, know, you definitely, they definitely have plans for. Her. And you know, the fact that they kept panning towards her during the ladder match, you know, when we get to that match, you know, it speaks volumes as well. We got to get to the, uh, you know. Yeah, they can't, I mean, they can't so, end a women's match without a run-in. I mean, so the, it's every damn oh, women's fuck match. God, come you on! Know, the match, the match there was, was no a, purpose to that. None. You get Nyla coming down, jumps Shida and Matsunami. Then Britt Baker and uh, what's her face? Britt Baker's tag team partner there. They come down with Reba. That, <laughs> I hate to say, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I always forget it too. Britt's partner. I always forget her name too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Dude, I, I didn't want to scroll up for my notes. Uh, so they they're down. They're, they got the beat down, and then all of a sudden, Thunder Rosa, her music hits, and then Nyla, Britt, Britt's tag team partner, and, and and Reba all decide once they see that one person, they all jump ship. So it's just odd. Yeah, so, yeah, it was just odd. I know they, they she runs out and they all yeah oh it's they all take off. It's like Terrible. the three of them are beating on two, but all of a sudden you hear one person's music, which I get bit Brit taken off, but you know Do they have like, to play the music every time somebody runs out too? Like, <laughs> I mean the music hits and then they run out. Oh, I wonder who it's gonna be. <coughs> is, 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 is there anybody back there sitting there saying this isn't good? No. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, what if they do, they, they're, not, they're, not, they're not being listened to. Or so. Why did they hire all these guys? <laughs> Why is Dean Malenko there? I don't know. You know, he, he, you know what I mean? Like, at least Arn and Tully are doing something else. You know, you think all the agents and everything else. Like, why, why did they bother? They don't, they don't, I mean, they don't need them. <laughs> all right, we'll move on. Just move on. <laughs> so... We go from uh, the ladies' match. We go into Myro and Sabian versus Orange and Chuck Taylor. Um, I hated this, dude. This what a dud. Um, Myro and Kip looks like they, you know, they uh, jumped Chuck in the back. Um, jump! They didn't jump both jump, of them. Both of them, right? Um. And then you see Myro dragging, you know, Myro screams for his music to play, and he's dragging out Chuck. Uh, and then, you know, Myro having the mic in the ring, telling Chuck, 
you know, to quit. And then Chuck says, ring the bell. This, this little five-minute stretch of all this stuff, this is how I know, knew this match was going to be the drizzling shits. <laughs> yep. It was that first five minutes. <laughs> yep. You and, knew it. You knew it. And the thing, that, the thing is, is Byro left WWE because of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And now he's back in this bullshit. Mm-hmm. But it's AEW, so it's okay. That's what we're supposed to be, leave, right? Yep. I don't get it. it. Like Honda said to me, maybe he's the problem. Uh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Listen, I don't want to hear Myro complaining about it. I don't want to clear. I don't want to hear the Carney shit anymore. <laughs> and I don't want to hear about the WWE shit anymore. Like, if you're okay with this, then you do your thing, bro. Like, do your thing. But, I mean... Don't, don't bitch about it, though. Did did he lay down for five minutes after one fucking orange punch? The first orange... Dude, Come you on, stole my dude. Thunder. So, 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 they got the beat down, and then you see orange come out, he's walking, and then he drops to his knees. Gets up. He, he, didn't he fall on his back? I think fine. he fell on his so, back. something, right? Yeah. So he's getting up. Then he Pokemania out of that shit. Goes to him, and he had enough Orange Mania in him to do a Superman punch, and it took Myro out for five minutes. <laughs> Let me ask you guys something. Crickets, crickets, crickets. If they, if, if Tony Khan just got a bug up his ass, and he walked in, and he's like, "I'm gonna fire some people today." If he fired the four of these guys. Would it, would any of you give a shit next week? No, that's a problem. Yeah. Why is this on a pay per view? It's not a pay per. I I I I mean, listen. I would be I would be disappointed because I think they can do a lot more with Myro. But as long as he kept Penelope, I'd be okay. Oh, she could stay, pal. Just oh, the guys. Just yeah. the guys. Did you fucking? Oh my god. So 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 orange. Yeah, she's pretty. Dude, it's pretty hot. She's she's uh, a pretty girl. You you, you know I, I I gotta say this: the first time she was booked at NEW, I was talking to uh, some of my sources there, and somebody in the higher ups, I won't name names, goes, Penelope Ford is a star. Uh, I don't know if she's ever gonna be a star because I don't let her wrestle anymore, but <laughs> she looks like a star. I'll tell you that much. When's the last Penelope. time she went wrestled? Well, I think it was botched. when she wrestled Sheeta, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was kind of a botch fest. I think I think somebody has probably lost a little confidence in her ability. That yeah, was, it's weird. It's weird too because I saw her on the Indies a lot, and she—I mean, she wasn't bad. Maybe the stage, maybe it's who you're working with. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I if I'm AEW, like, why wouldn't you do something with her other than being a fucking valet? You know, you like, know what I think? A shitty wrestler. Do? I think they should maybe rip off the kingdom and have her and Kip as the centerpiece and bit and keep it serious though. AEW <laughs> don't make a joke out of it. Miro laughing and whatever the hell he's doing right now. But if they built like an actual kingdom like stable hmm. and she was like the Maria of the group got more involved. Yes. Serious. Yes. And she could work. We've seen her work. She can work. I mean, well, Maria wasn't goofy. 
She, you know what I mean? Like, uh, when they well, did No, the- no, no. But if you told Tony Khan, hey, make them the kingdom, it would be goofy. Right, right. I get what you're saying. Right, yeah. Right. I'm not saying Cause, Maria cause when if no, you they look, were serious. Right. If you look back to the run in New Japan, uh, they're in a the World Tag League with yeah. the Good Brothers, who were Doc and Carl at the time. Carl had this infatuation with Maria. Yeah. And that was... The- that was kind of the way the kingdom was winning matches against them because yep. Maria would get on there and, and you know, and up, Carl man. would get, you know, Luke would fucking slap him. Like, look back into there, Doc would slap him. Get back into it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was very well done. But I mean, I mean, listen, I mean, nothing against like Kip and, and Penelope. They're, they're not at that point yet. It, the people that are like them, they need more guidance. Like you can't just let them do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> you know, know what I mean. Doing. I I don't I don't get it. I just don't get what it is. The best man, like it's it's on his Titan Tron, his Contron. We'll call it the Contron because it's AEW. Right. Why the best man? Who thought of that? <laughs> Nick, Him and Kip. I I, 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 guess. I don't know. Well, I came in as the best man for the wedding. Okay, it's stupid now, bro. Why don't you be a bolting fucking badass or something? Like, he started using the language again last week, and then he went away from it again. So so this is how this pay-per-view went for me, right? It's Bucks and Jericho, and it's been all downhill ever since, to this point. Yeah, 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 it it gets worse. Other than a few minutes of of Jungle Boy, and yeah. And and that's the thing that's driving me nuts about, like, the internet wrestling community today. They're like the the AEW apologist. He's out there going, "Good word, yeah." But it's, I mean, it was a good show until the end. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a good show. It was a piece of shit show, is what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't a, good. It wasn't a good show. Uh, it, it, I I there was a couple things I again a couple things I liked. Yeah, it was it wasn't that good of a show. It really wasn't. I mean, if you really look into it, I mean, come on. We just talked about it for the last hour. I mean, we, we didn't even get to the nuts and bolts yet, really. No. So, <laughs> all right. I'm I so- mean, so obviously Miro uh, eventually gets, you know. Yeah. And then he takes two or three more Superman punches. And the last one, he's dazed in the ring, stumbling and stumbling. Penelope distracts the ref. And that. 22nd thing he's okay again well remember he pushed he pushed orange into her oh yeah yes 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 so he take yeah yep and then he forces kip because he wasn't the legal man i mean is that the way to get out of this i hope i mean could it be are they just gonna not address it because kip looked pissed you know, I mean, he knocked his wife off the fucking side of the apron into the guardrail two shits about it so maybe that's <laughs> step one in this. Maybe. I mean, it should be step uh, one to ten. It should be over. Like Kip should come out and talk shit, and Miro should fuck him up on Wednesday. Oh, right? that's yeah. all it I want. About three minutes. We'll see if it happens. It probably won't. But Myra, one Miro, more thing on this: Miro makes Chuck tap. Is that's how it ends? Okay. In defense of the best friends, and I'll never do this again. You know how I feel about. <laughs> Right. Actually, I like Trent, but you know how it is. Uh, they going back to their feud with Santana and Ortiz, which was good. Which it was good. good. The payoff was great. We loved yes. that match. Yes. Even though they had 
the the silliness of Trent's mom with the caravan and all that. For that match, the payoff, they turned it on. They they turned it on. They went to another level. You know, and and where did they? What did they do with them after that? They put (laughs) them in this. He's been. They've been uh, oranges lackeys. And, and and conversely, they've they've done nothing with Santana and Ortiz as well. Yes, right. So they four of them go out, put on one of the better matches AEW's done. Mm-hmm. One of the best street fights I've seen. It was really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, overall, you'd call it a good program. Payoff. You you got everything. I mean, the good guys end up winning. Okay, mm-hmm. and then none of them do anything coming out of it. It's so nothing, anything of consequence, anyway. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. It really is. It re- I mean, it really is. Uh, I mean, what would they have done if Trent was around for this? <laughs> I don't have, know. It's just weird. I mean, at least if you had Trent and Miro in the ring, at least I mean, you'd be like, you know, that's pretty fucking good. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Yeah, by the way, I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Miro and Kip, but we're actually at like 22 tag teams if we include these four. Right. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, yeah, right. I didn't even think yeah. of these. Right. Every time you turn around, there's another fucking tag team. Right? Yeah. Nope. Uh, speaking of tag teams, now we go from this match. We got Alex out back with Jer- Jericho and MJF. And this is where it got a little interesting for me. I got I this piqued my this piqued my curiosity. They're going with this. Um, Jericho's pissed. They lost. You had Jericho there. MJF was there. Ortiz and Santana in the back. They remained. Uh, they were quiet the whole time. I mean, they didn't even give you any facial expressions either. Um, Jericho said, "There's going to be some kind of summit." meeting next week war council war council there you go well <laughs> alex also said it was a failure i never failed at anything in my life you stupid idiot <laughs> okay and um, uh, the big the biggest part was you know him and mjf fist bump yeah. and the look mjf gave him and basically, I don't. What was his wording? I forget what his wording was, but something like "We're going to deal with this." Yeah, yeah, we really are going. To it's time for a right. change. I think he's time for yeah, so, yeah, time yeah, for a like change. It right. goes. Time I one hundred percent agree with you, Chris. It is time for a change. Yeah, and he wasn't his smirky, cocky self. No. He was very serious. Looked at him and said, "Yes, one hundred percent agree with you, Chris. Time for a change." And what I also took from that, too, is you noticed Ortiz and Santana standing in the back. No facial expressions at all. Just stood there just like like uh, like mannequins and what, no emotion whatsoever. So curious right. to see where they fall in this as well. Can they fuck this up? Yes. I mean, it's it's all. Right. Oh, they could botch the fuck out of it. They could, but I mean, I mean, they they got it. They got it where it needs to be. They got it. They got it exactly where they need to be. Now, will they pull the trigger? Is another question. Yeah, I guess we're gonna see. Well, they just trolled the fuck out of us. Something yeah, I mean, else. this is. I think this is something we gotta wait to see what they actually do. The obvious speculation is right. 
MJF's going to kick Jericho out of his own faction. Yeah, that would be the speculation. He's been building towards this for a while. Um, the only other question would be is where does it fall with Sammy G here, and does Jericho do a baby turn coming out of it, or do they even go around with it? So I guess, I guess we just got to wait and see with this one. Do you think they swerve it and kick out Santana and Ortiz because somehow it's their fault? Mm, well, they did lose quick in their match, right? I, I I don't think I'd like that, but I guess they could do it. I wouldn't like it either, but because <laughs> that to me would just be typical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if they do boot Jericho, MJF is your new leader. Who do they bring in for the fourth member, or do they just keep it at three? Well, you still Wardlow. well Hager Four. and Wardlow. Hager Wardlow. Uh, LAX and MJF. That's, you know, that would be my guess, which is what it would be. Or, like Edward says, maybe yeah. the swerve is that they kick out LAX. Could be. I wonder if they just bring somebody in, like a young up and cover. Oh, that's, and that would be just as bad, I think. Maybe, maybe they can. F- Maybe they can call up Gangrel and see what he's doing. <laughs> Maybe it's just bring another tag team. I mean, they're a tag team short to the Dark Order. I mean, they have two tag teams. The Dark Order has three tag teams. Maybe they want three tag teams. Well, <laughs> it's total chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, this leads us into a Matt, the Matt Hardy and Hangman Adam Page video, how we got here. Next match is the big money match. Matt Hardy versus Hangman Adam Page. Um, uh, you know, uh, I thought the match was okay. You know, then the whole shit Matt was doing to to Hangman's hand. Uh, you would think all that damage, he wouldn't use it, but he still found a way to use that hand occasionally. Um, dude, I just he went to wrestling school with Johnny Gargano. Dude, it's just it's just if you're gonna work a hand like that, at least do a better job no selling it. You know, or selling it is what I'm trying to say. Well, no, their their idea of selling it now is to shake it out, use <laughs> it five times, and then shake it out again. <laughs> they all do it. I mean, it's not just I, I, I can't I even know. kill him because it's not just him. Hand. They all do it. Cody does it. <laughs> You put somebody's hand in a in the in, in the middle of that stair thing there. That motherfucker's getting broken. Listen, Cody did a fucking. Uh, we'll get into it. And when he does, they all do it. I, yeah, you know what I mean? Do. I get yep. it. I, I hate it too. I killed Gorgano. I could kill Hangman here for it, but they all do it. They they, they don't sell these injuries. They their their idea of selling it is like I said. They they hold their arm. They shake their arm. They do seven moves with it, and then they're like, "Oh my god, it hurts again!" Like, come on, no, nobody's buying that. You know, when a fighter breaks his hand in a fight, he doesn't use that hand anymore. You know, if we're going sports-centric in realism here, you know, that type of thing. Just shake it, guys. Remember, <laughs> remember, if your opponent's working the hand, shake it. <laughs> and, then, and then, again, another match where you Listen have- to me. I'm the booker of the year. Dad said so. <laughs> got a big Christmas... <laughs> do, you, do you think do you think Meltzer got like a big Christmas card from Shad Khan? Like fucking mm. my son is Booker of the Year. <laughs> I send a bomb to blow you. 
Uh, he got a nice payday. We have more bombs in Middle East than in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> again, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I told never you mind. I'm not touching it. I mean, who knows what's gonna come out? Oh my god! Um, yeah, where do we go from here? Um, <laughs> poor White House. No. Again, another match where you had the outside interference because you got prior party coming down and then, uh, you know, distracting the ref. And then you get all of Dark Order down. All of them. All of them. And they're all around the ring. None of them are near Adam. But when Adam's on the apron, they all of a sudden run to stand behind (laughs) Adam. Like, they couldn't, (laughs) as Adam falls, they pick him up, so they can put him back on the apron so he can do his buckshot lariat. Um, I love love the explanation from the announcers. Well, they can't kick him out of here because they really didn't do anything wrong. Why why bother? Why bother saying anything? Just, why bother? Yeah. So, I, oh my god! Like they could have, like they, if they, if they timed it better, it would have looked better. But that was so, the timing on that was so bad. Yeah. It was just so bad. So AC, um, help me out. I think I thought this match was like I don't want to say it was good, right? I thought it was long, and I want to say it was okay. But I think. I need some help with the degrees of bad because right now the show is like bad <laughs> match after match. It's going down, down, down. And yeah. I thought this kind of leveled it out, but I don't want to say it was good. Like, does that make sense? I thought I had potential to leveling it out. I just don't think it leveled it out. Um, this is the way I'll, this is the way I will, I'll put it. I didn't have high expectations for this match. And it, it basically was what I thought it would be. I, I guess that's the best way to put it. Okay. I don't, I, I don't want to say it was horrible. I don't want to say it was good. It was, it, it just, it kind of just happened. Okay. It's another match. It's a mid card match. All right. Um, they spent some time on it. I, I didn't really like the storyline anyway. If this is what they did to get a payoff and move on from this, all right. Um, you know, I was kind of willing to let this Hardy thing play out, and I, I, I'm kind of siding with where where you went a few weeks ago, Hollywood. With <laughs> Hardy's just too. He's maybe this isn't the right. I, I don't know. This isn't the right thing for him. I guess is where yeah, I go. Right. I'm just. I'm just not feeling it. Like. I, I think they're going to do it for a little while longer and it's just going to be okay and just another little storyline and all right. And honestly, why they have Hangman with the Dark Order is another question for me here. Uh, I, I It just seems like they have nothing. They, they can't see anything they want to do with Hangman. And this is this is what they got. Like These guys like to hang out and drink after shows, so let's put them together. Mm-hmm. Yippee. And and I really think that's where it comes from. 
being the elite, the whole thing. Um, listen, if you're if you're booking Dynamite and being the elite, it's never going to be good. And I think that's what we're seeing here. Yeah, yeah. But the ma- the match wasn't. Again, I'm not. I I don't want to kill the match. I hate. I didn't. I didn't, like. He didn't sell the arm. Whatever. He did. He didn't. Whatever. Uh, Dark Order catches him. All right. I I don't really love it. It's kind of corny, but they did mm-hmm. it. And he wins the match. I mean. All right, you know, Hangman was. I guess, I guess he was supposed to win the match. I, I think, honestly, I think I would have liked it better if Dark Order didn't get involved and he lost, and that kind of sent him spiraling even more. I'd rather see this spiral of I, I, the elite guys left me, no explanation. I'm drinking a lot, blah blah blah. I, like Matt Hardy said, I don't even have a locker room to to change in. Why, why wouldn't his story be his spiral, and then? What do you have after that? You have the comeback. Well, he, we, the spiral just kind of stopped with. <laughs> uh, he was, no remember com- he was sad one week. That, that was the story. You missed yeah, it. Yeah, he cried one week and then he was happy again. Like, okay. I mean, levels. Okay. Whatever you want. <laughs> like, they could have really spiraled this thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you have some executive in the back. You know, should we have an intervention with Hangman? You know what I mean? Like, they mm-hmm. could. Isn't this what pro wrestling is supposed to be? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of the, 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 you know, the male sitcom or whatever. And they just don't do male it. Soap opera. Soap opera. Soap opera. Beverly. Yeah. Thank you. Right now it is a sitcom. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no great story here. Um, I'll tell but you again, what, there's just so much more they could have done with him. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just, I, I get no fans and the fans will really get him over drinking beer with them and everything else. And I, but he was like the badass cowboy, and he was like the renegade of the elite. Mm-hmm. And then he comes like the pussy ass guy they kicked out. He needs and now that he's back. just there. He mm-hmm. needs that renegade back. This is this is okay. So I'm going to do my fantasy uh, yep. booking wish list right here. This is what I want to see. And con, do it. Just just do it. Why you not do you- what I'm about to say? Just do it. Okay. This is what I want to see. Since he just won a quarter, the first quarter of Matt Hardy's earnings. He shouldn't work for the next quarter. He could just take off, right? He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need the money. He's got Matt's money. So this is what I'd like to see. A camera following him around, going to bars, uh, drinking. Matt's money. Spending Matt's money, pissing Matt off. But he runs into the cowboy James Storm mm-hmm. in the bar. You bring Storm in and let him work a program with... Uh, with Hangman. And, and and do his character to what it used to be, the renegade cowboy of right. the Bullet Club. That's how you get him there. Use the use the cowboy storm. I would love to see the two of them together. Bring bring the badass back out of him. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he needs it, dude. Because when he was in the ring last night, it's just like he's a I don't know. He, he's like a 2021 cowboy. Like, it's stupid at this right. point. Can, can I, There's nothing can, cowboy about him except that they call him Hangman. Right. Get, do you want to get pissed off quick? Uh-oh. Sure. So tonight and being the, or today and being the elite, they addressed the money situation. So while he was having his match, the Dark Order decided to use his credit card and order barrels of whiskey condoms snow that was 10 by the way did that literally did that and being the elite you know the same guy that hangs out with negative one but anyway 
interesting. Hangman, very interesting. <laughs> Hangman kind of can't. He literally, yeah. It, it, it's it's on YouTube. You all can watch it. Um, he, Hangman came in and kind of said, "Well, I don't. I guess I didn't really take all the money. I told him I needed a new lawnmower, and he could kind of keep the rest. And then they started saying about all the money they spent. And Hangman said, "Oh damn, I got to go talk to my accountant," and stormed off. So you're. <laughs> They already killed the whole thing. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I'm being the elite. (sighs) And then the the Dark Order was arguing with each other because they're trying to figure out how they were going to pay for Anna Jay's surgery now. So I guess they're expecting Hangman to pay for it, apparently. Oh, my God. What are they doing? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, you know what? I didn't think anything was good was gonna come out of me watching Being the Elite, but when you just booked that thing out and I was listening <laughs> to you and I was like, it sounds really good. I'm like, should I tell him or should I wait? <laughs> should I crush him right now? <laughs> like, should, like, like, what else? Should I piss in the Cheerios? <laughs> I mean, it, essentially, they pissed in the Cheerios, not yeah. me. But... Uh. <laughs> Guys, I don't, I don't know what's happening with this company. It's just amazing, and we didn't even get there yet. <laughs> we still got a couple of things to get to. Yeah. Man. So, so Paige wins. So he's the big money match winner. So he gets, he gets Hardy's earnings for the first quarter, which he said he's donating. And as of today, uh, I don't know when the quote was made, but he is not. He pronouns pal. Uh, Adam Page is not joining the Dark Order. He turned them down again. Well, well did you know he he graduated college in two years? Uh, I, I did hear that. Somewhere. Where did yeah. that come from? Like I don't know. And they show Virginia Tech. Yeah, he was a teacher and he's a wrestler. Uh, yeah. Whatever happened that a guy was like having like badass matches in Ring of Honor? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. He got neutered. Uh, I don't know. Um, we go from that match, we go to the face of the Revolution ladder match. The winner gets the brass ring. <laughs> Looked like something from Sonic the Hedgehog video game. Can't uh, the stop. Winner, they can't stop. They're obsessed with me, pal. The winner gets the TNT title. Oh, Cody, uh, keep it. Mm. Keep giving me free publicity. Your entrance. Grass ring, pal. Cock ring. Woody Rhodes. going to get it. Cock. (laughs) Scorpio Sky. (laughs) Lance Archer. (laughs) Penta. Max Caster. Yeah, my boy, Max Caster. What up? Surprise. The new, a new signee to AEW. Ethan Page is all elite. All ego is all elite. All ego, all elite. I'm just glad he, I'm glad he left the karate gimmick uh, to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and AC, kudos, because that was a name you dropped. Mm-hmm. Dropping names. I yep, just, so, yeah, it seemed like a logical. I thought it was a good fit. I said it last week. I think Ethan Page is a good fit with this roster. Um, now we just need his tag team partner to have 32 tag teams. <laughs> oh, my God. Jason Alexander. Oh. He's a stud. Oh, yeah, yep. he's a stud. Um, so I'm curious to see what they do with him. I think the TNT title. Can we talk about Max Caster just blowing up Cuomo? Dude. Oh, I got a pause. Wow. I was, 
Oh my god, dude. That I'm not into his whole rap thing going down to the ring. I thought someone were got more... blooded on my hands like but I'm Governor this, Cuomo. <laughs> this one was fucking fantastic. Well I'm done, cancel you guys, well Doctor Seuss. Dude, I, I'm, I'm, I love Max. You know what's great? I've been on I've been on Max Caster for a while. I like his raps. And then everybody's texting me like, "Who's this guy?" Because my like all my friends haven't been watching AEW, but they decided to turn on for the pay per view. I'm, I'm like, "Oh, this is Max Caster," and I'm like, "You texting him back and shit." Yeah, he he his uh, rap, I mean, his rap coming out was was good. He, I, I'm glad they kind they kind of I'm glad they opened with that. And let him get his little moment there, you know. He had a couple spots in the match too, but yeah, he, he definitely at own. least made a name for himself, you know. Yeah, he held his own. So if they were ever to uh, to uh, uh, break up the acclaimed, he 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 will be fine on his own. He held his own in this match. Um, Good, I like him. A couple things in this match uh, for you know. One thing uh, I found disappointing is I thought Lance Archer would put on a better showing than he did. Uh, maybe because I was expecting more from him. Um, but I thought he would do... Like, he had a couple spots, don't get me wrong. But all in all, uh, the big, the biggest guy in the match, you would figure, would have a big, huge impact. And I didn't see that. Um, thought Caster put on a good show. Ethan... Page, you know, who's I think he was trying to find his way. Penta, he didn't stand out in this match either for me. Um, Cody, I thought his whole spot was weird. I'm sure we'll get to that. And then, you know, the winner, Scorpio Sky, which I'm glad he's getting this shot, but I don't see them taking, and I know this is the next match we'll get to. I don't see them taking that mat, that title off Darby. So, um, you know, I don't, guys. Part you wanted hey, to get to. I, I want to hear your thoughts about dude, this, dude. I, I don't know, man. I, I my last thought is this: of all the matches on this card, I thought this was the one that could have been the sleeper one to steal the show, and we didn't get that. That's a good way to put it, White House. I mm-hmm. agree a hundred percent. All right, Max Caster. I had issues with him, and he's slowly growing on me. I like him as a single. I think I it works so. better as a single. I think so, too. The rap thing. So, AC, you saw it before we did. So Yeah, it's funny because they put them together, too. Yeah. yeah. I think you, I, I, I really, he stood out, man. But the match? Man, I was expecting a lot more out of Penna. Um, yep. He just looked like, he looked slow. And I don't know, fat and yeah, like old. I don't know what it was. It was weird. Like he he wasn't his normal self. Um, yeah, Cody had Cody had a weird spot. Archer did not look as good as I thought he was going to look. Nope. Um, and I like the addition of Page. I like the North. Um, what he can do as a single, I think he'll be fine depending on how they use him. Um, of course. But yeah, this this match was. The f- a big dud, I thought. Like it was almost like a like a firework or a pyrotechnic that didn't go off. It was like a dud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's later. <laughs> it fizzled. Common theme here. <laughs> dud. Smoking mirrors. 
I think the biggest, my biggest gripe about it is we've all been supporters of Scorpio Sky. We love him. He finally gets his moment. But in three days, it's going to be erased because he's going to have that match. Yeah. Anticlimactic. Yeah, it's just, I, it was a bad choice, man. And I think, I don't think it does him any favors unless he goes over on Wednesday. But I don't see that happening. You're right. I just don't see it. You know, I know we'll get to it in the next match, but I don't see them taking that belt off Darby anytime no. soon. No. <clears throat> All right, I'm I'm with you guys 100%. This match was... I thought this was going to be the match of the show, and I was very disappointed in this match. Yes, I love Caster's entrance and all that. There were a couple spots. Okay. I thought Scorpio had a really good match. I actually thought he had the best match out of all of them. Agreed. And he mm-hmm. won it. Mm-hmm. I, I listen. I'm an Archer guy. Uh, not a lot. Not a lot here. Not a lot from Pentagon. I agree. Um, Jake getting involved was kind of cool. Short, you know, short arm clothesline. He's a super kick. I hope he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> did he know. take a super kick? I think he did. Right? He took a super kick. Yeah. Um, the thing with Cody and the shoulder and their doctors is taking him away. And another thing they kind of do a lot. And Cody comes back. He gets hit on the arm. I don't know what's going on with Cody right now. Like I just don't. Um, I, nobody really stood out at all. And I think that's why Scorpio is the best, and he won. I got to be honest. You got to do the brass ring thing. Like the, they mm. just can't help themselves. Nope. Oh. Come on, guys. Like, I mean, maybe in the wrestling circle, it's funny, and you know, they they like they probably zoom each other, fucking Skype or FaceTime, and they're like, "Ha ha, you guys see that? Ha ha, we did the brass ring." And the guys at WWE, that's really funny, bro. Like, I mean, this this goes to what the Undertaker was talking about, right? Like a bunch of dorks in a fucking locker room, and and yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. way I take this stuff. <laughs> you know, you, li- listen, guys, you want to put the brass ring in the middle of the ring? You think it's funny? Cool. Vince McMahon just sold his fucking app for a billion dollars. <laughs> okay, a billion dollars, and he's not running around with daddy's money signing fucking whatever wrestler he wants to either. Okay, so I'll just throw that one out there too for the Booker of the Year. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't find it like creative or funny. Like, like what? Okay, we put a brass ring in the middle, you know. And you, you, all the dorky internet fans, <laughs> they put a brass ring. <laughs> uh-huh. you know, like, I, I like you. I could see, like, I, I could picture like Matt and Nick and Gorilla with you know sitting back there, like, like smirking and like giggling. You know what I mean? Like. That's what I'm thinking when I'm seeing this. And I'm just like, you fucking dorks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate to be like mean, but that's what that's what I'm thinking. Like, can we make wrestling badass again? You know what? Honestly, I like WWE better right now because I turned on Raw last week and I saw oh. Sheamus and Drew kick the fucking shit out of each other in the beginning of the yeah, show. That was so good. And, yeah. and they and you know, Edward, you talk about this a lot, threading stuff through the show. They threaded the Miz and Lashley through the entire show. Mm. You know, I, yes, dude, I get on WWE too, but when they do something good, I'm going to say it. And their shows this week were just better. Daniel Bryan and, and Reigns. Uh-huh. I mean, 
they got some badass shit going on over there with some like real life badasses, and we got this dorky stuff in AEW. <laughs> and I, a lot of this just becomes a microcosm of that for me. And I think Archer just looked at this match. I, I don't want, I don't want to like get in his head, but he's like the big guy, and he got all these little guys running around. <laughs> and like, what the fuck do I do here? And you wonder if like a guy like Pentagon is just like going through the motions now, like. All right, I'm not going to win this ladder match. That's anyway. a good way to put it. You yeah. people do nothing with me. You have my tag partner tagging with my friend, who's you know, you know, wrestles on two shows and then disappears for two months, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're doing nothing with me. You, we had this great match with FTR. They ripped my brother's mask off. You do nothing with it. You know, maybe it's just like you know, fuck you. Like I'll show up and do my work and make my money, but I'm not going to kill myself doing this ladder match. You might be onto something there. I could be wrong about all that. Just an assumption. It just sure, yeah. Makes but, you wonder because yeah. Yeah. I didn't get the sense like anybody was like, let's steal the show here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, going through the motions, and, and, I think all of them were. And, and to White House's point, Scorpio Sky probably isn't going to win a title next week, but what would be better? He's the number one contender. Can, can we build some kind of story between him and Darby? Mm-hmm. Like, can we have Scorpio cut some promos? Like, I'm sick of this. I finally got my moment, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let Darby Allen steal it from me. And maybe have three or four weeks to get ready for this match. No, what do they do? They rush right into it and mm-hmm. put it on dynamite this week. Yep. And not only that, that no sells what Darby did. Hmm. Yeah. And and it's funny, you know. I don't. I don't. You know, each show does their own thing, and and I don't necessarily agree with the timing on this match and I, I think they should have let it build because NXT's giving you uh, next week they're giving you uh, Adam Cole who just destroyed his own new uh, Undisputed Era he's getting a title shot from Finn Balor and you're getting that on NXT so this match could get, could get lost in that sauce you know I just uh, the timing of it, I mean, you, you're, not, you're not giving it time for to, to breathe. You're not giving it time to build towards something that could be good. It's just going to be botched. Right. Listen, Darby's one of their guys. I get it. And I'm okay with that. Right. <laughs> but he, <laughs> like, what did it really do for Scorpio if he goes out and loses next week? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Which was what this match was. Yep. And the other thing, too, I'm going to focus in on Cody here. I don't understand why he's, bo- like, to me, he's booking himself like he's, like, not selfish, right? He's selfless in his booking, the way he never wins. But somebody in that back stage needs to sit him down and say, listen, you are a star in this company. You're one of the reasons that people clicked on to begin with. And he books himself like he's, I don't know, that wouldn't you book like RVD this way? Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like he gets injured or you pull him out and then he makes the comeback at the end, but he doesn't win. Why is he booking himself that way? Yeah. Dude, enough is enough, man. They he's, taking to, like, he's taking over where, what Kenny was doing last year. He's taking it over. I think it's yeah. even worse. I think it's even worse. I, I don't understand. Like, all I want to... I, I just want to see, like, a good Cody Rhodes match. Cody Dustin was probably the best AEW match in history. I think yes. so. Where is that? 
and he was doing some good things after too. I'll, I'll say I'll say this too. Let's be honest. A lot of people view him as the face of AEW, no, no matter uh-huh. who is that champion. And White House, correct me if I'm wrong. We were in DC, first uh-huh. ever episode uh-huh. of AEW Dynamite. We were there live. Uh-huh. Who got the biggest reaction by a lot? Oh, Cody it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. It was not even close. And I understand he, he opened the show. The, the the place was going insane for I Cody. I thought the roof was going to blow off the place. It was, I'll tell you, it was fucking loud. Right when his music hit. He wasn't even out yet. His <laughs> music hit. You hear the guitar, whatever. And all. And it sudden, got louder. Boom. It got louder. Dude, it was, it's, yeah, I mean. The, the 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 fans of the sh- what they need to do what he needs to do or somebody there needs to do is get understand that what people are saying on the outside about Cody winning and maybe oh my god he put himself over blah 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 who gives a fuck if it's good mm-hmm. who cares because the people that are watching your show every week and paying for your pay per views want Cody yeah. I'm those gonna, are I'm the people that, you have responsibility to, and and for those people that say that and think like I don't, I don't get it. Like, oh, they all booked themselves to be champions because look, the Bucks are champs and Omega's champ. Dude, it was a full year be- before Kenny broke off and became the the, the main champion. This is why and we actually crushed them for doing it's it. It's like, yeah, so so they're they're just damned if they do and they're damned if right. they don't. Yeah. So my point is, Cody, retire. <laughs> retire because you're not doing anything character wise on the show you're not wrestling good matches why are you on the show for what reason retire and go backstage because there's no point in you being on the show if you're not going to be Cody Rhodes and for those fans that are going to have a problem with what I just said then why are you having a problem with the way they book themselves like <laughs> right. this is a problem that they're going to have and they need to just get over it already because this- because I, I if you're not going to book yourself, then quit. What What do you want me to say? Because as a fan, I'm looking at this and I'm going, another Cody Rhodes match, another loss, another a meaningful loss. He can't wrestle for the main title. He's in a TNT number one <laughs> contender match and he loses. What is the point? <laughs> Just quit, yeah, dude. Yeah, your your points your 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 point is well taken. Listen, we we have talked about this with these guys, and we we've talked we talked about this earlier this year, and we talked about how it might be a major oversight that they decided to put everybody else over than themselves because the people that tuned in to AEW wanted Kenny, wanted Cody, wanted Young Bucks, wanted Hangman, and you know go down the list. They wanted the Lucha Brothers and everything else. Who, who all the guys who signed first, Jericho. And they became this company who those guys decided to put everybody else over and they just decided to keep adding, 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 and adding. And really, in in reality, everybody wanted them to see them at their best and they didn't get it. And then the people tuning in who have been listening for year in, year after year about how good Kenny Omega was, about how good Cody was, about how good the Young Bucks were, and how good, you know... Um, SCU and all these other teams that they brought in right away, how good they were. They didn't see them. They didn't watch Ring of Honor. They didn't watch New Japan. They're tuning in to see how good these guys are, and they did nothing to put themselves over. And and they're doing it now, and it's not good. 
and well, not all of them. Kenny and the Bucks are doing it, but Cody's not even doing it at all. He's he's actually putting himself over less than he did before. And the idea that the guy that should be the face of the company can't wrestle for the title is fucking idiotic. Come up with a reason to say that he can. You trash every storyline you do anyway. What is the difference at this point? <laughs> Make up a fucking excuse. I don't know what it is. Whatever you got to make it up, just make up one. Who cares? I think the worst decision they made was announcing that these four guys were going to be EVPs. They should never have announced it. Well, they should I, never you know have announced I, I, it. In hindsight, yeah, you're right. This is going to play into something I want to talk about after we get to the end of the show. So I, I agree okay. with you to an extent, but there, I, there's, <clears throat> there's something I want to get to, and I'll just wait to the end because it's going to take us down a rabbit hole. Don't forget. Oh, don't worry. I won't forget. Okay. <laughs> it's one of my big themes. Okay. All right, pal. Yeah. All right. So yeah. we go into, we go from the dud. You're my ass, pal. <laughs> yeah. We go from the dud ladder match to the announcement. The new signing. <laughs> To AEW is Christian Cage. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> Christian Cage. I like. I, listen, I like Christian. <sighs> I, I this was going to be a letdown anyway. Whoever um, it was, was going to be yeah. like that. Right. Again, we, I mean, we just spent how many hours talking about how many guys they have in this fucking roster. Yep. What are they going to do with Kristen Cage? Come on. I, it, 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 this is Khan being a fucking mark. It's hard to argue, man. Like, what... It, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do with Christian? Khan watched the Royal <laughs> Rumble and said, "Oh my God, Christian could still go. I'll sign him." Yes. Why are you going to sign him, Tony? It doesn't matter, because I can. <laughs> okay. We, we need his mind in the back. Nobody's going to listen to him anyway, but he's here. I mean... Now, listen, nobody dislikes Christian, right? I think we could all agree with that. I, I don't blame him. Right. But, I mean... Didn't TNA do this, like, ten years ago? Yes, and as a matter of fact, they're using his TNA theme song, which... <laughs> It, it's it's the same thing all over. It's history repeating. Like, and why? Why now? Yeah. Well, we need a veteran. Well, we need a veteran. <laughs> we need a veteran. And like, <laughs> no, no, you have veterans. multiple veterans. Like, <laughs> I don't understand anything about well, Tony Khan's logic. I mean, you had man. Tully Blanchard in a match on Wednesday. Come on. <sighs> I hate to say it, but it's like it, it's another toy in the toy box. I guess that yeah. that's all it is. It's just I want to book Tully in a match because that would be cool. Because yeah. you know he's a legend. Okay, well you did it, great. I, I guess like that's that's what this is. He's just playing with the toys like Vince used to for no reason, just to do it. Yeah. Uh I, I I mean I don't really know I don't know what to say like it, are, is he going to be like Omega's next opponent like what that's what I'm trying he, to figure out like is he going to be in the TNT like hogging up 
space for the young because to me that's like the the young guy belt right like that's the mid card that you're gonna push them eventually yeah like what are they gonna do with christian where does he fit i i dude i got nothing i i i just don't understand i don't imagine imagine the the five on five tag match in two weeks and christian's in there with all that chaos shit going on and you're gonna see christian standing on the the side the apron yeah, I I don't think he fits. I just no. And I'm gonna be fair. I would I would be saying the same thing if it was Kurt Angle, uh, maybe some others. You know, oh, White House brought up Bully Ray. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, do you need another guy? But I mean, at least he worked with a lot of these guys in Ring of Honor recently. Um, you know, maybe have an influence over what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, he's got a relationship with Cody and probably Mox. But I mean, who else? What, like what? Listen, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe 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 Paul White gets through and they 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 could change things up a little bit. And maybe get more structure in there. Maybe I, I guess that would be like the glass half full approach mm-hmm. here. But mm-hmm. this does not make a lot of sense at all. And like, you know, you, when you talk about like guys like Phil Brooks coming over, I mean, he's probably watching this from afar, going, "Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. I don't even like him, but he'd be right." Well, like that tweet, was that you that sent that, I think? Or no, maybe it was me that sent it to you guys. He said, uh, I think they should concentrate on the guys they have. Yeah, he said. Well, that, somebody he asked him, are you good? Is it you? you know? Well, that was White House because I'm blocked by him. Oh, yeah, it couldn't be you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, the thing about Christian, though, on paper, it looks good. Like, if, you don't, if you've never seen AEW, right, and you're a fan... You're thinking, oh, there could be some good matchups there. Cody Christian should be a good matchup. Even Kenny Christian would be a decent matchup. You know, Moxley Christian, eh, that could be good. But if you watch AEW, it's the complete opposite because we're sitting here going, what the F are they going to do with him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Honestly, you know what I'd do right away if, if I was them on Wednesday? I'd have a guy like Eddie Kingston come out and cut a promo on him. Like yep. what are you doing here? This is this is not your, your this is not your realm. Mm. You know, we're the backyard guys, we're the CZW guys, we're the you know, we're the renegades, this, that, and the other. And what are you what are you coming in here for late in your career trying to take somebody else's spot, blah, blah, blah. That might work in the interim, you know what I mean? Yeah, that could work. I'm just <laughs> trying to go up with something. <laughs> I know. I mean it's it's really weird signing, I think. It's it's a mark signing. It's the only way I could put up. I, I could say it. White House, your thoughts? He's quiet. He must. He must like it. <laughs> no, I I like the wrestler. You talk about a guy who's been underused in WWE. I mean, he is it. Um, you know, there's not much that he can't do, and it's just it. It is a weird signing. I like. It's funny because I don't want to come across wrong because it seems like I'm shitting on the wrestler and I'm not. It, it so I, I I just trying to tiptoe around it I guess maybe but you know I I just want to see how he's going to be used you know and see where it's going to go is he going to be are they just going to throw him in as another another member of nightmare family or what what are they doing with him you know what I mean I just just don't know. And is he in the heavyweight division? Is he going to be 
TNT division. Um, I think I would rather see him start with the TNT division and see how he does there, I guess. But I don't know, man. It's just, it's just maybe if this hap- didn't happen on the shitty pay-per-view that was going on, I would have a different feeling about it. But it kind of, um, I didn't really, I didn't, I don't know. It just <laughs> it's it brings you to a lot of words. Really, it does. It really it does. does because it's just you know it's almost it's almost like Christian decided like he's watching Edge mm. and Edge is back and he's like oh you know started working out or whatever. I could still do this. Vince throws him in the Royal Rumble, but Vince doesn't want him long term. Probably saying I got enough of your kind, pal. You know all the you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? I got plenty of guys like you, older, whatever. Um, I don't need another. You're going to make the money work. Yeah, he shoots a text to Cody and cons him in the Royal Rumble, and there you go. I mean, you know, and like White House, you texted last night, and you're like, well, Kristen clearly doesn't want to retire. And from his perspective, I understand it. Uh, If if there was nothing for him in uh, WWE or I don't know what else he had looked into and AEW felt like they had some form. Of course, I mean, from his perspective, if he still wants to work, yeah, let's go do it. Um, and I'm sure he's given some kind of creative control. I mean, they give it to people that don't deserve it, so I'm sure they'll give it to him. <laughs> but, I mean, how many guys do you need on this fucking roster? I, I, think, that's where, I think that's where the question mark comes from. Yeah. If yeah. they didn't have so many guys, you can almost see it. And, and and this is this is kind of where my where I get ticked off with them. They you know we talked about already on the show. They don't do a lot of payoffs in their storylines, not good ones anyway. And it seems like they're they're like more about that instant gratification. Like I'm going to give you a surprise in a ladder match. I'm going to have this guy have a surprise. And you it, yes, it gives them hits on YouTube. It gives them hits on Twitter. It gives them hits on Facebook and everywhere else. And everybody talks about it every time they do it. And I think they like that. And I understand that. But at the same time, it, it, they're not, this is, that's a short term mentality. Instant pop, instant ver- instant gratification. I know we're kind of in an instant gratification world, but if you want your show to be really good, at some point, you, they need to think a little bit long-term here, and I don't think they do. I think they just bring guys in and say, we'll figure it out later, and then never yeah, really yeah. figure it out. I mean, look at Brian Cage is another great example of that. Yeah, they just I brought in Ethan Page. Yeah. Christian and Ethan Page on the same night. <laughs> you know I mean, I mean? they easily that, just brought Ethan Page and called it a day. And they brought in, uh, you know, um, Sean Spears is back. So those are three guys right there, like him, Christian, and uh, Ethan Page. Similar size, probably probably good matches, right? And throw in like a, a Frankie Kazarian. Like I could see Frankie and Christian. Yeah, good match. Yeah. But you're not going to see that because they're, they don't book one-on-ones right. on their show every week. It's, it's tag team matches, multiple man tag matches. It, it's I like mean, a even... waste of, of Christian's time. I, I don't understand. You know, even though I, I called the Ethan Page thing and they did it, all right, you know, after bringing him back on Wednesday, what if Spears was the surprise six guy? Would that not even, that probably would have made more sense to get, you put him in that yeah, spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And give him something to do. 
I, I get it. He threw the glove away. We're wondering why he's back with Tully, but he is, whatever. I'm guessing we'll get an explanation. Who knows if we will. But you do that on Wednesday. You do nothing with any of them on this pay-per-view. And you had a perfect spot to, to put a guy like Spears in, in there. All right, you brought in Ethan Page. I mean, he's, he's again, a nice addition, but... There's so many guys, and I just I I, it's, I know we're beating a dead horse, but it just it's yeah. when when you sit back and think about it, and the amount of real TV that we're actually watching, and that most fans are actually watching, they don't have the TV time to handle this this big of a roster, mm-hmm. even if they do add an hour to TNT. Well, White House, we talked last week about Dixie Carter and her surprises. Yeah. Tony Khan, when you have Paul White go out and say Hall of Fame talent, the fans for days are going to be thinking CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, and when Christian comes out and it's not fair to Christian, nobody's thinking Christian when they hear Hall of Fame talent and AEW. No, because he's that guy that could go either way. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm one of those that think he is a Hall of Fame talent. But there could be an AC who likes the guy, but doesn't think he's a Hall of Fame talent. Mm-hmm. Is he wrong? No. It's well, I mean, if Coco Beware is in the Hall of Fame, then I think Christian could be in. That's my point. I get right. Point. right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. But and that's exactly my point. But I mean, I mean, I sent you guys the picture the other day. You know, Brock Lesnar, Lita, mm-hmm. AJ Mendez, Kurt Angle, CM Punk. You know, Christian was on there. Yes, Bully Ray, Rob Van Dam. I mean, this is who people were guessing. I mean, yeah, Christian was on there. Um... Yeah, I see. If it was if it was Punk, I wouldn't get on them. I think he's. I think for some reason, I think he would be perfect for them. First of all, they would let him do whatever he wanted, and he would love that. Um, and it, it would go over huge. But anybody else on that list to me didn't did wasn't a great signing for them anyway. Bully Ray, maybe. Um. <laughs> This comes off a little bit as a cheap stunt, cheap stunt to sell pay per views. I, I, I'm sorry, yeah, it just yeah. does. Well, it, it, it came off like that in the beginning, and 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 it lived up to what it what it is. And you know, you, this is like a fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. How many times are you going to pull that crap? Yeah. It's not. You listen, fans don't like that shit. Even the apologists will 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 get sick of that. Yep. And uh, that was it seems like it was a stunt. Yeah, and that was what people were looking forward to. I think at this stage in the in the show, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they, you know, they, they talked about it for uh, you know about what about a week, uh, well, a little bit less than a week, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, and they're teasing it on the pre-show. They're teasing it with Paul White earlier in the show, and I mean that puts him in a weird spot too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because Paul's just doing what he's told. All right. You know, well, we got we got one more before we get to the fun. So this was probably the match of the evening for me. Um, this was the street fight um, between Sting, Darby Allen versus Cage and Starks in the street fight. Oh, really? Taz is on commentary. And it's a cinematic match. Um, 
but I'm different than other ones in the past. Um, I dug this one. I liked the venue. I thought the venue was really good. And we come to find out from different articles, Darby Allen directed 90% of this uh, Confirmed by Khan. So, what's that? Uh, That was confirmed by Khan. Yeah. So, I mean... Kudos to Darby. Apparently, he's together. a filmmaker on the side. I never knew that. Yeah. Um, I liked the black and white to it. Um, you know, uh, dude, I mean, I could. We've talked so much negativity. I could go on and on about. I, I just. Everything about this match I loved. I thought when they brought in uh, Powerhouse, when they brought in Hook, was the right time. I mean, it just. That made Cage at one point look like this mean badass busting through a door. Well, throwing Darby to bust a door. Dude, I just... I mean, I could go on. I mean, I, I really love I really loved this match. It was really good. Um, I thought it was really well done. Uh, I liked the venue also. Um, I liked the way it was filmed. Lots of cool spots in this in this match here. I mean, obviously, uh, Hobbs and Hook were going to get involved. Yeah. Um, I think probably the best bet for Sting. Also, you know, um, uh, you know, he didn't in a couple of spots. He kind of moved around. He didn't. He didn't look like himself. But the cinematic kind of helps with all that, which is cool. <laughs> the one thing I'd say. You almost didn't need commentary. Like they almost should have just run it. You know what I mean? Um, the commentary side. I don't know that the commentary added anything. And adding Taz to the commentary, his mic didn't even work when he first got on. I mean, their production lately is just. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But other than that, I mean, kudos to Darby. I mean, he did a really good job with this match. He crazy spots for him as always. Um, I thought everybody was good in this match. Uh. You know, um, Starks takes the pin from Sting. Scorpion Death Drop, the whole thing. Um, very cool. Better than I expected. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be cinematic. No, I, didn't I thought either. it was going to be a street fight. So I was, I, I got to be honest, I was kind of over the cinematic things. Like, there's just too much yeah, of it. Was. But this one kind of worked. So I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, and they, they they did do a nice job of this. This is definitely one of the bright spots of a not so great night. Yeah. Um, I would I could have done without the commentary myself. I don't know if you guys thought it was a big deal or not. Uh, but again, protecting Sting, the whole thing, and you know, they Darby with the filming. Uh, he, he's pretty. He seems to be pretty talented. Uh, my guess is he was filming a lot of his own spots, and I just never knew it. I don't know if you guys knew it. Um, they might have something there with him, not only with him being one of their top guys that they obviously love. I mean, he seems to have a little, you know, Matt Hardy in him. Maybe they should, yeah. you know, think about that a little bit, get those two heads together. Uh, but well done. That would be pretty impressive. You got to yeah. get kudos somewhere before we. Uh, yeah, before we totally explode. launch a bomb. Uh <laughs> <laughs> blow up fire missiles whatever uh <laughs> late sparklers i didn't know that this was cinematic either and i heard about it before the show shout out q 
He said, oh, they're saying on Twitter it was taped. I'm like, all right. You. We'll Monday Night Marks, shout out. Monday Night Marks. Retromania. Um, so, yeah, Darby. Um, all right, here's the good news, Darbs. I'm going to give you some good news. <laughs> Straight from the desk of Hollywood Edwards. Oh. Final deletions, right? Yes. Boneyard. Yeah. Last WrestleMania. Yep. yep. Then this. AJ and Taker. Yep. Yep. And then yep. this. I think yep. that those are the orders of my favorite cinematic match. Yep. And that is yep. high praise. A very good job. High praise to you, Darby Allen, for putting that together and yep. directing. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. It worked. It works for the characters. When you yep. have like a Taker and a Hardy and a Sting and a Darby, you know. These cinematic matches work, I think, better for the Darby yeah. character. It's just obvious. You know what I mean? So yeah, I I can't name one thing I didn't like about it. So, well, dude, him going diving the way he did to the end there, man, that was crazy. Holy oh. fuck, that dude's got some balls to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? Con made it, Con made it seem like they may have done that more than once too. Jesus, yeah, Christ. he said something like maybe yeah. he took it twice, maybe two shots yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you know, Cage with the Lucha Underground experience, um, yep. mm-hmm. but, yep. you know, oh, he did fantastic. You know, similar. I'm glad you said that. Monster because, bad guys so well. I, I'm glad you said Lucha Underground because uh, I know Matt Hardy gets all the praise for the cinematic stuff, but they were doing this in Lucha Underground. Yeah. Like they were, they weren't full matches, but they were f- filming vignettes like action movies, you know, yeah, backstage we, and stuff. Remember, we used to talk about that all the time. When they were TV guys, yeah, you know, doing the wrestling, and <laughs> and they, they used to do such a great job with that. Those mm-hmm. vignettes and everything they did there, and. You, you know, who knows? That might have got Hardy's brain turning. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Did. Maybe. But yeah, great L- job. Lucha Underground's a very underrated product. Oh, yeah. very, Especially those first couple of years. Very underrated. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about that the other day when I was looking at Morrison and thinking about, you know what? Johnny Mundo is still the best version of you. <laughs> he, was <laughs> I agree. Just, he was great on that show. Yeah. Yeah, but plus. yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it's funny when you come across something that was pretty good. Uh, it kind of goes quicker than when you ate it. <laughs> you got almost less to say about it, but um, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want. We're gonna move on, uh, but I don't, I don't want people to think we're just moving on, like blah blah whatever. Well, let me, it let me was throw this at you. Yeah, let me throw this at you. And both your opinions, because I'm not sure where I land on it. So. I thought the announcing was weird, but then it kicked me back to the Boneyard match where there was no announcing. And there were weird spots where, like, I think Taker and AJ, I think AJ had the upper hand and Taker was down, like, on the ground. And you could hear the music in the background, and you can hear him, like, uh, you know, because he's selling that he's beat up. And I thought to myself, you know, I don't know what the best way is is it announcing is it zero announcing is it music is there no music what do you got how do you guys see that because i can't really decide like what which way is better to go yeah uh maybe maybe it's because of the four guys (laughs) you know what i mean and partly because we've heard taz so much with this whole thing (laughs) maybe that was it uh or maybe they could have came up with a better idea 
to do the announcing. You know, like maybe have somebody random do it like on site. Uh yeah, it's hard to say. Uh I I I, I don't know I mean, you know if I didn't have it, maybe I'd feel differently. I didn't love it in this spot, but you're right. I, uh there's probably spots in other ones where they didn't have announcing where you had kind of dead air where it might add a little bit. I don't know. Hard to say. I don't I wouldn't have had the problem with the announcing if Taz wasn't there. Now, that goes against everything I've said is I don't have a problem with Taz there. This particular match I did. I don't think Taz was necessary. Overkill. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I just think his his involvement I don't think it was just him announcing in the, in this match. His involvement became kind of <sighs> repetitive for a long time and it just it's almost like he just ran out of shit to say because this thing dragged on for so long and you you know we heard Khan in the in the post interview talk about how him and Darby have been working on this for a year and then they talked about bringing Sting involved and blah 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 which makes sense because he's I mean Darby's been involved with Cage and Taz since He's been involved with Taz since before Cage even got there. He's been involved with Taz for almost a year. So, they, I mean, they weren't lying about that. and But it almost felt like it dragged at times, too. Yeah. yeah I, I will that. say I hope this is the payoff because it, at the end of the day, at least it did drag a little bit, but they got some kind of payoff here. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yep. Yeah, I think this is this is over. Yep. So yep. good. Yeah, good. Good job. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. All right. So where are we headed, White House? Where are we headed? What's next? Right for Double or Nothing, May 30th. Fucking Sunday. Uh, so I guess. It's the day before a holiday, though, so you yeah, might be all right. Do you I get Labor Day off, sure. or Memorial Day off? Do I? I work retail, brother. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you can still sell guns on Memorial Day, at least for Absolutely. now. I mean, what, you, dude, you might be out of a job soon, so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are. Uh, so we get the announcement for Double or Nothing. Um, it's a Sunday. And I'm going to go on a limb saying this, fellas. I think AEW's turning uh, from the Saturday night pay-per-views. So it th- looks like they're going into Sunday. Um, and I don't know how I feel about that. I, I, I kind of liked uh, the AEW on Saturdays. And WWE did their things on Sunday. Ring of Honor does their things either Friday night or Saturday. You know, I, I kind of dug that, but this is different. I guess we're going to have to get used to it, but I kind of liked AEW having Saturday. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, you know, so. Especially uh, for doing the show because they yes. can end the paper at like 11 or 12 and we're like, fuck it, it's Saturday. We'll, we'll, pay, we'll podcast till 3 in the morning. Exactly. I'm going to do that Sunday and Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, and then somehow the show's lost in the podcast space. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes, yes. (laughs) Every now and then. Every now and then, you know. And then they give us uh, their traditional, you know, what's next. Um, So Wednesday, I I didn't write it all down because my dog was acting up but the, what i got was uh we were getting matt jackson you're just and, slow burning this main event aren't you yeah there sure is yep. 
Scott Jackson <laughs> and Ray Phoenix to catch it on. We get the inner circle war war trial, whatever. And then we're getting the TNT championship match, Scorpio Sky and Darby Allen. Oh, I've been waiting for months to see this. I can't wait to see the build and the payoff. For this. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, so, so, like a so, so now, here we go, fellas. We get the Moxley Omega video, how we got here. And now we're in the main event. Kenny Omega, John Moxley, exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW championship. Doc Callis at the commentary table. Of course. We get the rules. Gentlemen, the rules are they touch the barbed wire, it explodes. There's there's also on both two sides of the ring these wire planks. Planks, <laughs> planks wards with barbed wire on it, they will explode as well. Uh, at the half hour at the half hour mark of the match, as does everything else in the ring. In the half allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so this is what we're told. Set a source. Uh, I mean, they wrote it in Korean, so you never know. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and this was from the mind of Kenny Omega, <laughs> the engineer, Kenny <laughs> Omega. Um, I thought the match started out, you know, a little. You know, you figured it was gonna be a little slow. I liked some of the spots. I thought they went to. Now, in my opinion, I thought they went to John Moxley bleeding like a pig way too early. That yeah, was fast, you know, and quick. Uh, <laughs> I thought they went that. I thought again. I think that my thing is, you know, they just went that real quick, man. It was just, yeah. you know, um, you know, I and you know, and everything, uh, you know, and, and I know I, I'm forgetting some things because the ending is the remember. <laughs> um, Took away from from a lot of it, they but only remember the ending, pal. You know, I thought they tried again. This is maybe overthinking. I thought they tried to take bits and pieces from their first go around, but they made sure they didn't copy it. But you could tell mm-hmm. they took some things from their their non-sanctioned match, which you know, take away the the shit show at the end. That non-sanctioned match was so much better than this one. <laughs> it was better, yeah. uh, storytelling-wise, everything. Um, we knew the Good Brothers were going to get involved. I wish they didn't, but we knew they would. Um, and then you know you get your spot with uh, Ed King, Eddie Kingston, which is weird. And now they're leaving him out to high and dry on this, but. Uh, <laughs> There's so many aspects of this match we could go down. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I started slow. I liked some of the spots. I thought they got a little crazy. I enjoyed the crazy. The the, the exploding spots were weird. I thought they were late on one of them, and I thought they were early on another. Um, I don't think they got the timing right on that. Again, I'm nitpicking, but 
what I was expecting and what we got were two totally different things. Um, yeah, li- listen, uh, it, it, to me, it was what you would expect. Uh, you know, they're fucking throwing each other in the barbed wire. Moxley's caught up. Uh, Kenny ends up getting caught up. I thought Moxley took the brunt of a lot of it, to be honest. A lot of it. Yeah, lot. I mean, even, even when he did the, uh, the paradigm shift yeah. off the off the apron. I mean, he took all of he that. Took all of that, yeah. He um, did. a couple of the spots when they hit the ropes and then you know you had the little blast that was okay. I mean, I thought the coolest part was when Omega hit him with the exploding bat. Yeah. Which, considering yeah, they cool. did that uh, to come off like they did, uh, it's definitely disappointing. The match was good, and I see a lot of stuff online and on Twitter, like, oh, the match was great, you know, give them credit and this and that. I mean, uh, like you said, uh, you could make the case that the unsanctioned match was better. So much better. I mean, I give, like, they fucked each other up. Like, I get it. I yeah. get, trust me, I give yeah. them credit for it. Yeah. You know, they're, you know, they beat the shit out of each other. Uh, they bled, especially Mox bled. Um they had to get the good brothers involved. Like, I mean, of course, right? Why? Why not? It's AEW. You know, right. why? Exactly. Why are they even there? I'm still wondering. You know, huh. you know why? Why wouldn't you say, hey, why? You know, why wouldn't somebody like Khan or you know whoever's running the show, at least on TV, could could we have a character who runs the show on TV? That might help with a lot of this. Come out and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, this is a barbed wire match. There's no rules, but. The Good Brothers and Don Callis, you're banned from the arena tonight. You're not coming in here. You don't even work here. You're not coming in here. And let those two guys do their thing. <sighs> Listen, as far as the explosion goes, I don't give a fuck what they say. If that's what they intended to do, uh, the, the people that were in the ring should have known it, and the announcer should have known it. Right. And they should have done a better job of playing it off as a hoax or a joke or something else. So Wait, I, before, I you honestly... go bl- before you go ballistic. Okay, okay go ahead. Go before... ahead. <laughs> Oh, he went. Hey, Edwards, did AC just go zero to one twenty in two seconds? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I can't talk about the fucking match. The match doesn't matter to me anymore. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. I, it... <laughs> there's, there's two things I just want to point out. Yeah, no, go ahead. Do your roll. thing. Do your thing, bro. The first was I thought the spot was creative with the one winged angel into the chair. Nobody kicks out of it. Very cool. He goes for two. But he put his foot on the rope. Oh, to zap him, yeah. And that was what broke the count. Yeah. The exp- that was pretty cool, I thought. Yeah, yeah. And then Man, the- I thought the one wing angel on the chair finished it. Did it? I'm pretty sure that finished it. I think that was before. Because he, he hit the one. Him? What did he hit him with when he put his foot on the rope? I don't remember, but I thought he when he hit him with the one winning angel, that was after the show. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's that him. that definitely pinned him. Yep. The uh, the other thing too is they mentioned it like thirty minute counter, the ring's gonna explode. They mentioned it like somewhere in the beginning of the match. Yeah. Then I think around the like alarm. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten minute mark, you heard the alarm. You heard the warning. Yeah. Then they started high, and I'm thinking to myself, why is there no counter on the on the the screen or the Tron or like then I started getting nervous and I'm not saying I saw this coming because I didn't, but I just started getting there. Like what is happening here? You know, that weird noise 
the announcers acted like they didn't know why it happened. That's why I was confused. Yeah, because I was like, wait a minute, but you just said there was a there's a counter, 30 minute timer or whatever. Right. Okay. All right, and go ahead. Remember in the past they used to like not only they in the past they'd have Justin Roberts say like you know, remember when they did the time limit match? I think it was yeah. with Darby and yeah. Cody. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, f- 10 minutes left, five yeah. minutes left, two minutes left. You know, they didn't do any of that shit. They had this weird noise come up, and the announcers are like, oh, what, what, does, does that mean there's 10? What is it? Is 10 minutes left? It must mean they, like, they didn't know it was going to happen. Like, is, is, are they just doing this stuff and not letting anybody know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Go ahead and you're. All right. You can go back to 120 now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Bully Ray, speaking of Bully Ray, tweeted this very soon after the show ended. And this is where I'm at with this show. It's, in spite of everything that happened. This is quoting. The only thing they remember is the finish. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Hashtag AW Revolution. Whatever floats your boat out there, if you want to sit there and say, well, I can't, the show was great. I can't let the finish ruin it. I can't do this, blah, 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 blah. You know, the, the letdown with Cage, all that. This, this finish was ridiculous. And not only was the finish ridiculous, that you have two guys in the ring selling it as the entire ring's going to explode. Yep. You got Khan. Doing a fucking press conference after it saying, well, what do you want me to do? Blow the guys up in the ring? Mm. Okay, listen, bro. There's a, there's, there's a lot of things that could happen between sparklers and actual people blowing up. There, there's a lot of things that could happen. We've been watching pro wrestling for a long friggin' time. We've been watching movies and TV shows for a long time. You brought snow to fucking Florida recently. You figured out how to do that. No problem. You figured out how to have Darby Allen, you know, you know, uh, do do a fucking Shawn Michaels from the top of the. I thank God it wasn't an Owen Hart from the top of the arena a week ago, <laughs> but you decide to do a dud and not let anybody in the ring know about it. I don't buy it for a th- for a second. I th- I don't think they tested it. I don't think they were prepared for it. They half asked it. That's exactly what happened. And if they couldn't do it because of a fire marshal or anything else, they should have sold it as a joke. And herein lies the problem with the goddamn promoter doing a fucking press conference after the show because he's going to be asked about it. So even if they did it right, he's going to screw it up by talking about it. What? How should this show have ended? A whole ton of explosion. A whole ton of smoke. Maybe the ring come. Edward, shout out to you because you brought it up first, and I didn't even think of it till you did. The ring collapses. A whole bunch of smoke. Eddie and Kenny are in the middle of the ring. The announcers are freaking out, and they and fade to fucking black, and then open mm-hmm. up goddamn dynamite with an aftermath of them getting put in ambulances or something. Mm-hmm. We don't know when they're going to be back. Just sell the goddamn thing. Come on. And it's like, well, what do you want me to do? Moxley sat in the middle of the ring and panned the fucking thing. Yeah. He, he, he literally was like, Kenny Omega's a tough guy, but he sucks at building an exploding ring. He goes, I've seen worse stuff on ridiculousness. What the fuck was that? He said it in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. 
So if the if the, if it was supposed to happen this way, obviously Eddie Kingston, John Moxley didn't get the menu memo, and then you're and then people are knocking Kingston who who actually tried to sell the fucking thing yep. and ends up looking like a fool. If I was him, I'd be pissed. Pissed. Yep. Heated. He should be hot. That was a because joke. they left him out high and dry. High they do more pyros. We were there. They do my pyros for Cody when he comes out. We we watch pro wrestling forever. Goldberg comes out, smoke coming through his face and everything else. That WWE had figured out. WCW figured out how to do that before even WWE did. How many different staged events have we had? They they're. They played this off as something that happened in Japan where the ring did fucking explode. Mm-hmm. Did I miss the part where the guys died? What is Khan talking about? You, you can't find something in between? You can't find a way to make it better? Smoke, whatever. If, if half of the show, the ring is half outside. You had no fans even near the ring. You, you had the goddamn ref in a hazmat suit. What, what are you trying to sell me on here? You took a bad show and made it a disaster. You're a joke. I'm sorry. It's a joke. That match was just to, just to try to get people to buy it. Buy the goofy bullshit on a fucking press conference after. I dislike him more than I ever have right now. I couldn't even watch that old press conference. I'm like, this fucking dorky mark. Wait, well, what do you want me to do? Let my guys blow up? Come on, dude. Do you think anybody fucking believes that? You could have done a lot. Or, or here's the thing. If you can't figure out a way to do it properly, don't do it. Yeah, I got angry when I heard him say that because... At that point, see, on one hand, he's trying to sell it as, oh, Kenny can't build a bomb. It's obvious. He's, uh-huh. you know, he's using hammers and nails. And I, <laughs> okay. He drew it in crayon. Then, yeah, he drew it in crayon. And then the next breath, he's saying, what do you want me to do, really blow them up? That's him wiping the egg off his face. Right, deflecting. Right, exactly. Dude, I was so pissed when I heard him say that because now... Now he's on the shit list. Now he's Vince McMahon or whoever. <laughs> he's on the shit list officially. Way to go. After, you know, a year and a half, two years, whatever. Dude, here's the bottom line. If you are going to do a ring collapse and it didn't work, you just threw him under the butt. You threw Eddie under the bus because he's sitting there not only covering Moxley, but you could see he's bracing himself waiting for something. He's not moving. He's waiting for something to happen. Yeah, he's in a position for a reason. So you can't say, what did you want me to do, really blow the guys up? Because obviously something was supposed to happen. And it didn't happen. And it wasn't only the position he was in, but after he got off Moxley, he slowly rolled over, and I'm like, what the fuck is he selling? Like he's passed out. Yeah. What he, what's he selling? <laughs> And then the owner of the company, a half hour later, is saying, what do you want me to do? Blow him up. Kenny can't build a bomb. Bro, did you watch your own show? You should, you're supposed to protect that guy. Yeah. You're supposed to protect that guy in the ring. You're, you're, you're leaving him hang himself by doing that. It, it, this is, and this is the problem with them. The end matters. The payoffs matter. Mm-hmm. This thing... These things matter. We don't invest the time to watch it to see you half-ass it or not have a payoff or do some kind of bullshit the way they did. <laughs> or change on a whim. Come on, man. It, it, I, don't, it, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what to believe. I, they, they, no, like, you don't know what to believe. That's right. 
I, I don't. I, I, I personally, given the reaction, the way the announcers' reaction, given the way Eddie reacted, and given the way Ke- or, uh, uh, Moxley was reacting, they expected something more to happen. And if it didn't happen, shout out the White House's dogs are here in the background there. <laughs> so, boys, uh, you know, if you if we didn't if you didn't if it was if it didn't happen, I mean, you're doing a press conference. You already broke kayfabe the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you tested it and it didn't go off right, just be like, hey man, we took all the safety precautions and you know something went wrong and better safe than sorry. I could actually live with that more. Like I really could. Like, you know, if Tony Khan got out there and said, you know what, shout out to Moxley and the announce team and especially to, you know, Eddie Kingston, they did their job, you know, you know, something was wrong and there's a fail safe that didn't let everything trigger. And, you know what, you win some, you lose some, we move on. We had something big planned that just didn't go off. I, it, it still sucks, but at least you could be like, all right, dude, the guy's got integrity. I mean, this mm-hmm. half-assed fucking excuses, it makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you go back and listen to the call, it was uh, uh, the mask guy. What the fuck's his name? Excalibur. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's going, the sparklers go off. Announcer like, oh. of the year. <laughs> and then the booms go off, and he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's dead silent from JR and Tony. Obviously, something didn't go off, <laughs> and 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 then to top it off, you have I know I know the stadium's not full because you know we, you know they, I mean they probably could push it more, but you know they're they're being cautious. Okay, fine, but they have thirteen hundred people in there or whatever it was. They're getting booed out of the. Why do you think Moxley cut the promo he did? Because mm-hmm. he, he heard them booing. He had to save face, man. Yeah, he had to. And you got fan, you got fans saying this show sucked. You know yep. what? They're right, and they spent their money to fucking go there. Yep. You blew it. Not the way you wanted to. I don't know about you guys, but, like, I mean, there have been many pay-per-views, especially, you know, with Cena, Barry, and guys. And, you know, they always end bad in that era, the PG era, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But there are, like, the finger poke of doom was bad. Was bad. <laughs> the, the WCW... Pay-per-view White House, you might be able to help me out. I think it was a DDP match where it went off air before the finish. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was one of the. Was it Fall Brawl, Super Brawl, something okay. like that? What, one didn't that happen with yeah. Hogan yeah. Warrior at Halloween Havoc? Could have been that. Could have been yeah, that the, one. Could have been that one. one. It was Hogan Havoc. Warrior Halloween Havoc. I remember that was Halloween Havoc. That was Warrior, that was Warrior, Warrior Hogan. That, that, it that, went that. O- it went over to pay per view time and they cut it because I remember. Uh, yes, that I remember. Was it. I remember my mother getting a fucking refund. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, it but, went over. Yeah, to me, this is comparable to those moments. Like th- that's how bad this was. That's how memorably bad this is. We're not going to forget this. No, this is like no. a gigantic stain on AEW, in my opinion. And more specifically, Tony Khan, you know, yes. he's bragging about how he's the Booker of the Year. You well, know, he put a lot of it on Omega too. And yeah, he did. He 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 definitely throws some shade at Omega. And here's the thing, you know, you look yeah, at the see, Khan. He, ju- he thinks he's it's a joke when he's right. ah, ha, 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 Kenny can't. <laughs> you, know, you look at the cons. His father owns. I've you know he his father owns the. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and, and you see, teams. you know, 
do you, would you do you see him running the Jacksonville Jaguars like this? You know, well, like how well, Tony's actually, running AEW. <laughs> now that you bring it up, well, I mean, take, the apple doesn't take, fall far from the tree. Well, you know, think about it though. I mean, take away the you know, yeah, they're losing the rebuilding, but I mean, but look what look at he's trying to fix it. You know, bringing in a coach. I think they again. I think they deliberately lost to try to to get the little more pick. They tanked. You know, um, they think that uh, Lawrence, whatever. Like you see, like the you know, you don't see him doing shit like this. Well, he's and, his dorky son is running the fucking company. That, this is my problem. point. Like, when's Tony gonna? And he's stop, not a real leader. When's Tony gonna stop running the company like a fan and run it like a fucking businessman? He's not going to. Hmm. He's not going. That's to. the the the, the, the AEW is not going to succeed. They're gonna they're gonna be what they are. I just think they're yep. gonna be what they are. And yep. and you know to raise another question, I'll throw at you guys is this is supposed to be sports centric, fucking different than WWE, blah blah blah, the bullshit they put out in those press conferences. And here you are at the end of a show, getting the you know the the type of thing, the histrionics that they like to do in wrestling, and wow everybody when. The whole idea is you brought in all these great wrestlers to have great wrestling matches, and they don't really do that. And they do this stuff, and they're not even good at doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just being fair. I mean, come on. And, and if you're if you're if you're an AEW mark out there, and you're making excuses because if you like the show, you like the show. Listen, I'm not going to tell anybody. I, I'm just giving you my opinion how I feel about it. If you like it, go ahead and love it. That's that's your opinion. But the idea that you're just going to sit there and say, you know what, I can't get that mad about this because the rest of the show is good. That's idiotic. You, you've you never watched. Maybe you have. I, I wouldn't think most people would watch wrestling that way. Come on. This was anticlimactic. It's not even the word. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. Yeah. And yeah, how and he you address this going forward is going to matter. And I, and I get the opinion that they're going to no sell this. No, supposedly they're gonna, it's going to be discussed on Dynamite. Well, let's see. Supposedly. I think they're, they're going to full on kayfabe it and blame Kenny for designing a poor bomb. That's what they're going to do. Hey, Kenny's going to fall on the sword. Well, how, he designed how, it, maybe he should. But this, is, this is where being a leader, being the guy, like... You know, it, did did Sting bring the fucking snow machine with him? You know, it, it, did he bring the snow to fucking Tampa or, or Jacksonville, wherever the hell they are? You know, no, no, the company did, right? I mean, I'm assuming that, right? Right. So, is there, do, do they? You know, yeah, but storyline, storyline, bro. They're they're gonna kayfabe it storyline. That's how they're gonna get out of this, and it's gonna be retarded. Yeah, it, 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 that's what they're gonna do because Kenny drew up the plans and put them out on Twitter. They're lucky he did that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? He gave him an out with that. Yeah, right? exactly. You're right. You're right. And I don't, and think, I don't they, think it's a great out, but he gave him an out. Right. And I don't think he did it on purpose either. I think no, he just did it to play up the character. But I think he did it because he's a dork and he was doing a dorky thing. Right. That's like, exactly. Exactly, dude. Yeah. I mean, they're all <laughs> wrestling dorks. I mean, let's be honest. That's what the fuck they are. All the badass guys there get no, don't do anything. They they turn them into dorks or they don't get any TV time. I mean, it's, it's what's going on here? Um, 
I gotta be honest. I'm really down in AEW. I don't want to figure figure your shit out. Come become a wrestling show again or do something. But the, what they're trying to do here is not working. <laughs> we, I mean, we listen. Could, I was worried about this pay per view anyway, and then they come, they, they yeah. have it finished like that. Yeah, we were talking on the go home show review how they did the opposite. They didn't sell the pay per view. As a matter of fact, I thought about not getting it. Right. What am I supposed right. to do now? Like get the next one? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> they got a lot of work to do between now and double or nothing. They just really do. It, 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 you're, it's it's a fair question to raise. Um, are they going to be able to sell the next pay per view with a couple of matches that supposedly have meaning and a bunch of jumbled up other bullshit? They did not do a good job of no. doing a lot of storylines for this pay per view as it is. Nope. I'm telling. As I it don't is. Know. In my opinion, like I'm thinking, I see this and I'm thinking to myself, their ratings are going to completely tank. They're going to oh, lose like 200,000 viewers. They're going to, they're going to, the ratings are going to bleed on, on Wednesday. I, you know what? Do you think people I would be surprised see how they NXT deal with it and then, then deal with that after? Maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if NXT beats, beats AEW this week in the ratings. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they, I, you know, you, if you go by the overall number, sometimes it doesn't look like they beat them handedly, but they crush them in a lot of areas. On a, like, it's, if you look at the ratings, I, I know the demos and all that, and I get on them for it too, but like 18 to 49, I mean, they just, it's double. Yeah. Their viewership is double NXT, yeah. right? I mean, I just, I can't see them losing that over this because I, th- I think they do have a bit of a cult following that just apologizes for all the bullshit yeah, they pull. I think you're right. I think you're right. They deserve to, though. I mean, this so, is, you do. You know, there's a botch like Matt Seidel debuting and slipping off the rope is a botch. This is a disaster. Right. And, and there was it, an explanation for that, a, a logical one, you know. Yes. And it, it, it was humid. There's some dew on the ropes. It was basically outside. I could live with that explanation. Plus, Matt Seidel has a career of landing that. Ridiculously good on the ropes. Right. right. So, right. I mean, and even that, like, how you laugh about it for a second, it was kind of funny. Like, I'm just glad he didn't get hurt, blah, blah, blah. You're not going to crush them for right. two weeks over that. Right. Right. Yeah, this should You be. brought it up, bro. Matt Hardy. Yeah. Two yeah. years ago. Yeah. That was really bad. We crushed them for that Matt Hardy thing. I mean, this this is right along the lines where their their shit is not together. It just isn't. No. The amazing thing is they can't get microphones to work. What made us think that this was going to go off without a hitch? Good point. Seriously. And they've had a lot of trouble with shit like that lately. I'll tell yep. you. You know what they yeah, need to do? Fiasco with Shaq and the fucking ambulance the other day. They they need a total reset. Total reset oh, for Memorial Day, and they I was need gonna to ask do, you guys. You brought it up. Yeah. Fucking wrestling matches. That's what they need to do. Keep it simple and have good, solid wrestling matches. No bullshit. Give me one on ones that mean something. Title matches, all of it. Enough with the outside interference. Yes. Clean finishes. They need to. In my opinion. And, you know, I've been bringing it up week after week lately. I mean, they barely spend any time in the fucking ring anymore. They're outside the ring. They're run-ins. They're this. They're that. They did count. There's never, you know, the referees never doing it. Are there rules in AEW anymore? I mean, I know. I, listen, we're piling on, but it's time to pile on. It's time it to is. question it's time. all. Of this. Yes, it's time. They need to clean their shit up. How? Listen, 
we this show was supposed to be just an AEW review show. We came out last week, did not just do an AEW review show because we're sick of doing AEW review shows because it's the same crap every week. So we're going to talk about it. Everybody wants to hear negativity every fucking week. Right, and we don't like, we, like it, it, we used to do, Edward, you and I used to do that with WWE all the time. We just got sick of talking about it. Yeah. We're, we're and here. I'm getting to that point with yep. AEW. We're here. Where we'll, yep. Great. We'll cover it a little bit, but we're going to cover more wrestling now. And that's why, you know, you got, you know, Cool Truth, Retromania Roundtable. So we could talk about all different types of wrestling. And yes, we're going to do some AEW. This show is about the pay-per-view, so it's been all AEW. But most of our shows aren't going to be all AEW anymore because it's just, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, as ticked off at them as I've been at any wrestling company in a long time. Same. Yep. If you don't understand, like, you've been sold a bill of goods, man. If you want people to watch two hours a week, four hours a week, six hours a week, whatever it is, and spend $50 on pay-per-views, you have a responsibility to put on a good product. And just saying, well, most of the show was kind of good, but we fucked up the ending is not it. No. No. And how many times can we say the same shit every week? This reminds me of WWE six years ago. Like, it's the yeah. same shit every week. Right. When we were talking about Undertaker and Kane destroying the Wyatt family, four against two, being like, how the hell can you do this right now? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very similar to the things they were doing then. And here you go. Again, bringing in the older guys and the nostalgia pops and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the, the worst thing that ever happened was Sting going there. It was cool. We we loved it. I still love it. But you want to know what? Khan takes that. He sees that and goes, I need to do that again. You're not going to do it again, bro. Sting's an enigma in wrestling yeah, right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. His career is... You're not recreating that with anybody else. Right. Christian Cage. Nothing against Christian Cage. Is that Sting? Oh Man, there's nowhere near that. It was a bad night. It was a this really, one. really bad night. They're in a bad quarter. I I, I got to be honest. Since since double or nothing last year, a couple thing good things here and there, but the pay per views haven't been that great. Um, some of their some of their dynamite, you know, you get you get a you get they do pulling out of their ass every three or four weeks, five weeks of a dynamite where you're like, oh, that was really good. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. It flowed great. But I mean, other than that, most of this stuff is crap. And they really, like, they really did a bad. If you look at where what they've done since um, Full Gear to now, <laughs> I mean, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six months' time, right? Yeah. It's not good. It's you, not good. You had a and lot if, of time between pay per views, and the hardcore AEW fan is still defending it. It's like, dude, this reminds me of the WWE fan. It's the same shit again. <laughs> it's same. It, it really is. And they're defending it is because they want it to do well because they hate WWE. So they yeah. need another option. Yep. So, so they're gonna go down. They're gonna go down sinking with the ship. Got to be real, though. You got to be. I mean, you can't say this. I'm sorry. Like AC, you said earlier, if you like this show, good. Uh, no. If you like this show, you're liking it because you didn't really like it. You just want AEW to be good. And it's not good. It's not good right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's not. <laughs> yeah. 
It's just not. It's not. It's not a good show. We were sold a bill of goods on this fucking pay per view from who the future Hall of Famer they're signing is to the fucking ladder match to the death match. It's just. Excuse me. Um, like seriously, if you ask some of these people, like, oh, it was a good show. No, tell me what was good. Give me three things that were good. What are they going to say? Oh, Matt Hardy and Paige. No. Well, they, it's, they it's like degrees of bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, the degree of bad rating is pretty bad on this one, I got to tell you. Oh, my God. Hit us with it. 8.9. <laughs> I mean, I probably would have gave it like a 7.9, but they get a full point for that fucking finish. Mm. That was bad, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah the only thing I appreciate about it is I sat on Twitter for fucking two hours laughing my balls off. <laughs> you like you you got the like you, you realize you were the brunt of everybody's jokes. Listen, I know there's the thing like no good, you know, you know, no good controversy goes unused or whatever. I don't even know. I'm, I'm totally fucking up this saying. But, dude, it, yeah, you got to I mean, you got a lot of hits, but you got them for all the wrong reason. I mean, the, the whole world was laughing at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. it was a joke. You're the brunt of everybody's jokes for 24 hours. If you're okay with that, I mean, fine. Like, who am I to tell you to different? But the bottom line is, <laughs> I, I, I'm friends with a lot of people that watch a lot of pro wrestling, and universally across the board, almost in agreement on everything. So. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have your little cult following. Is that going to make you the real money? Keep bringing in Shaq. You want to get those little pops? Have fun. I, are you really going to have that great of a pro wrestling show? Is is this really what they envisioned when they started this company? Maybe it is. Maybe maybe we just misunderstood what they were saying. Maybe. You know, the Young Bucks, they, they showed this on the, pre, on the pre-show. Uh, you know, their, their uh, press conference from Vegas. We want to put together the best tag team division in the world. Mm-hmm. They they really they, they probably have it, and they if they used it right. Well, what do you mean? We gave you all really the dying. tag teams I'm in really one dying. match. You saw them all. <laughs> Dad, you're happy, right? Dude, I I see him with that stupid fucking jacket and his hair all messed up, and and you know what pisses me off even more? You and I fought with white. When this company started, we, we went on the air. We fought with all these people saying he's not a money mark. You give the guy a chance. Yes, he has money, but he, he followed all this wrestling history, mm-hmm. and he's bringing all these guys together, and they're trying to do something different. And every one of those guys that called him a money mark and said this was going to be a fucking shit show were right about everything. I mean, I, I got to be honest. White texted text me today. He goes, I told you Cornette was right. What am I fucking supposed to say to that? There's nothing you can say. And it pisses me off even more, to be honest with you. And that's the thing. That's why I think AEW fans are the way they are. Because they know, t- they see Tony, and they it's he's one of us, dude. He's he's a fucking mark. Yeah, he knows all the history. He's got a billion dollars in the bank. I- exactly. That's the difference. Right. He remembers fucking SummerSlam 1992, so they're like, oh, just like me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's why they don't want to say a bad thing about him. But that's not us. Yeah. I, I mean, I got to be in their first year of pay-per-views. They delivered. 
you, if, you know, like, wh- how did they lose their way so quickly? Like, dude, if if he's ego, truly... yeah, yeah, that's how they lost their way. Is ego. They buy into all the hype. They bought into the bullshit, lazy booking. And here we are, and 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 the inmates run the asylum. You know, and and Tony Khan has surrounded himself by a bunch of yes men. That's how we got here. Sound familiar? <laughs> yeah. White House cutting the pipe bomb here six years later. Yep. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just, that's where we are. I mean, he surrounded himself by yes men. And, you know, and Tony Khan is buying into this bullshit awards and really thinks his shit doesn't stink. Well, I, I can get that from his press conference. Gold. Mm-hmm. You know, everything he touches is gold. And it's just, you know, it's just, he's you know, before, the problem. He's the fucking problem. And before we wrap up, too, you know, I just want to throw this out there again because I, I like Eddie Kingston. And for them, people to throw him under the bus, like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you really think that the two CZW guys, Eddie Kingston and Moxley, who expected this to be some crazy fucking death match, were laying in the middle of the fucking ring expecting sparklers to go off in the, in the ring corner? I, I don't buy that for They mm. fucked up. Just admit it. Yep. I mean, yep. All their spin is just going to piss me. I'm going to watch Wednesday. Uh, we're going to do a show later in the week. I have no idea what the topics are going to be. I'll tell you this right now. AEW, if you shit the bed on Wednesday and make this goofy, well, I'll gladly go talk about WWE because they're doing better shit anyway. I will mm-hmm. we'll, we'll find wrestling to talk about. I'll, go, I'll start watching New Japan more regularly again. There's a four-way going on in Ring of Honor that White House brought mm-hmm. up we could talk about. There's a lot Dude, of shit we can get to. That was tonight, man. I watched it tonight. You want to talk about a, a back burner so quick it ain't even 15, funny. 15-minute match. Wish it was longer. Should have been on a pay-per-view. Uh, dude, it was great. I loved it. I loved it. You know, um, the not the way. guy I wanted to win, but oh well. You know, I get it. It adds to, adds to storylines that are going on in there. But fancy that, sticking to the storylines. Did and, you watch that on Fight TV? Oh, I watched it on uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, Honor Club. Honor Club. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have that right now. Um. And <laughs> maybe I'll get it back. I do uh, want to watch that. You, dude, find it on. You can probably find the match on Facebook, YouTube. I mean, it's probably everywhere. But, um, dude, the match was really good. Um, <laughs> don't want to spoil it for you guys. If you want to know? I'll tell you off air. But don't want to spoil it for anybody. But it's fifteen minute match. It should have been longer. Yeah, tell us off longer. Should have smoking bombs. But should have had. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest sin of this whole thing. That's basically that's an Eddie Kingston face turn, what they just shit on. Really was. Because Butcher the Blade trying to stop him. It would have been great. Good. Would have been great. Yeah, and you can't tell me, dude, he was not sitting there like that for no reason. He probably expected the ring to collapse. Yeah. I'm wondering if the sound and shit like tricked him. You know what I mean? Like he thought like more happened. You know? Maybe, yeah, because you can hear the big... They definitely didn't fucking communicate with Eddie. I mean, and and there was a lot of shit outside around. the ring they didn't even fucking break that didn't go off. Yeah, when he did that DDT on the, the board. That was supposed to blow up. Yeah, and it kind of poofed. Yeah, <laughs> poofed. 
<laughs> the whole thing kind of poofed. <laughs> Fucking show, man. Tony Khan's on the shit list. Oh, boy. Can't wait till Wednesday. They got a lot of work to do. You, you guys got a lot of work to do. Why don't we do this? I don't know if you guys will be up for it, work schedules and all, but what if we watch Wednesday live? Come on Wednesday. And let that decide the fate of what we cover on this podcast. I'm 100% down. If they do it, if they pull a rabbit out of their hat and great show, fine. If they don't, see you down the road. (laughs) There's a perfect tease for the next show. So the next show will be, what are we going to do going forward based on what they do this Wednesday? There you go. It's up to you, Tony. And we might have a couple other wrestling things to talk about as well, but... Yeah, we'll 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 give you an instant reaction to dynamite, and a where do we go from here type of deal. What's it gonna be? Con? I love doing the show. I love talking about wrestling, but I, so do I. I mean, I just don't want to be aggravated by it. <laughs> All Save. the I mean, it's, some things are gonna aggravate, but I'd like to have a few things that are good to talk about. Like we're talking about the cinematic match, and I'm like, I don't even have a, like enough nice things to say to outweigh how I'm gonna spaz on this fucking mm-hmm. finish. Yep. Yep. Final thoughts, White House. Um, Tony, stop running your company like a fan and <laughs> run it like a businessman. Mark. <laughs> Phony Fauci, did you uh, did you like the uh, hazmat suit in the uh, main event yesterday? Bryce Remsburg is the poster boy for COVID nineteen. Great job, Rice. He is a prime example. He's he's the perfect example for our children. That's what you need to do to stop the spread. 15 more days, and then we'll get this thing out of here. Fauci, what do you think of Wyoming? Huh? Wyoming? What happened there, White House? No more masks in Wyoming. Oh, mistake. Too early. 16 states, actually. I'm going to call it the Remsburg Mandate. Full hazmat suits moving forward. Jesus. Fantastic. Also, the suit, I don't know if you guys saw the show, but it prevented the bombs from going off. (laughs) So we're going to stop wars. We're going to send Bryce Remsburg. Forget the military. He's just going to walk into the desert and the bombs will, won't, they won't work. It's beautiful. Beautiful. We could send a few for, to Taiwan before China attacks them. Uh, they got good food over there, Anthony. <laughs> they you do. gotta admit that. <laughs> they got good food, you're right. <laughs> Sweet and sour. <laughs> Some general so. <laughs> good shit. Good we know shit. you can afford it. Oh, my oh believe it. <laughs> oh, man. So, did you get the, the, the uh, CDC says uh, if you got the vaccine, you yeah. can uh, you can hang out with uh, one other household. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I I think that's great. Yeah, as long as everybody's vaccinated, everybody in the house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Say for example, you are vaccinated in White House, then you can come over to the house have dinner. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm just a waiting list, man. <laughs> I love Fauci. I think he's great. 
He's great. Oh, have you working on that pitching arm? You're getting ready for the season. I I may throw out another one. I'm thinking about it for the right price. You know what I'm saying there? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fauci don't work for free. We know that. <laughs> oh man, Hollywood final thoughts. <laughs> God damn, pal. Yeah, uh, bad show, disappointing, embarrassing, whatever you want to say. And uh, we'll see Wednesday. Look, they can come out and completely hit a home run. That roster should have a fire under its ass, all of them. Even the referees, top to bottom. They need to crush on Wednesday. And if they don't, I'm I'm telling you, I think they're going to be in trouble, like you said. Might not be this Wednesday because everybody's going to see the the aftermath of the shit show. But if they don't do anything this Wednesday, next Wednesday is gonna they're in for a rude awakening. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. And listen, not getting covered by cool truth. That's gonna be a problem for you. You're gonna run out of ideas. You know, you guys are doing a lot better when you're listening to us. I gotta be honest. When when they were taking some of our ideas, they were doing better. I, I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. Just correct. I don't know if they got tired of us mentioning the fact that they were stealing our ideas or what, but whatever. Uh, but no, great. You know, I, I, listen. The fucking ending. <laughs> I could beat on it till the cows come home. You know my thoughts. Oh yeah, be here. Um, I'll be here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, <laughs> speaking of beating it, did you see Tennille Dashwood's Instagram today? Oh, 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 I don't. I would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. We'll see you guys later in the week. Uh, Wednesday night, Dynamite Where's Post Show. Will be the last one for a while. We'll have to see. You're still going to get a cool truth, but um, the, the, the dynamic may have shifted. Well, we're going to let it play out. We hope you enjoyed the show. Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. Be sure to listen to all the shows on Retromania, Monday Night Marks, Kicking Out at Two, Gouging, obviously Cool Truth, One Stop Wrestling, Shopping, as our boy King Firehawk used to say. Shout out, King Firehawk, if you're out there listening. We love you, bro. All right, everybody. Cool Truth, Nighty Night. Nighty Night. Goodbye. And good night. No bang. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Sizzle. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> They're doing it now like, good night, dud. <laughs> night, fuckers. <laughs> it was like when he did it. Remember when he did it one on the, uh, he did it on the, uh, what you call it, and he didn't do the bang because it was like the gun fucking, it was uh, for the school shooting. So oh, they want to do the gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he did some kind of dorky thing. You might have to do that from now on, Kenny. There's no bang anymore. <laughs> the young bucks are going to have to stop doing more bang for your buck. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Less bang for your buck. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe we'll just call it the Smoke and Mirrors podcast. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh.